Hey, listener, what's up? Thanks for clicking play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. It's a very special episode. It's our two-year birthday party, and you're invited. Terrific. We can't thank you enough for listening. Join us as we take a look back at all the reviews and interviews we've done in the past year and share awesome birthday wishes from you, the listener. You guys are so awesome. So sit back, grab a noisemaker, put on a silly hat, grab a slice of cake. As we celebrate our two-year anniversary show in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, March 23rd, 2017. Run, boy, improve. Check. Check one. All right. This is for all you fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock and be nerded. Spoiler alert. What's up, listener? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. Jock and nerd. And there's where you get the name of the show. Also joining us is our lovely, felty, slack holicious buddy, Rugberto Bambino, but his friends call him Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Good earth to you. Good earth to you, and what's up, dudes? How's it going? Pretty good. How's everybody feeling? Got a special show loaded up for you, listener, and I'll explain what's going on. If you are a first-time listener, real quick, let's get this out of the way. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We're a weekly show where we get together and we geek out about things we love. And what we love mostly are comic books and superheroes. And every time there's movies and TV shows about comic books and superheroes. And when they cross into pop culture, it gives me all sorts of geek boner. And this show is where we share that with you. Now, this show is going to be a little bit different, listener. Why? Because, guys, today is uh, Thursday, March 23rd, 2017. And I wanted to record today because this is an important date. Uh, this is... Our two-year birthday of doing Jock and Nerd! Ah! Make some noise! Ah! All right, hold on. Here we go. Uh, so I wanted to record uh, on our birthday. We've been doing this for two years. It's pretty crazy. Um, and so to give you a little uh, uh, insight about the process of putting this show together, and I said process for our Canadian listeners, Adam Morris, let me know if you guys say that. I may just be making that up. They might just say process. I think you're right. I think they I say think pro- right if, gonna, if they say project, they're going to say process. So the process for the past 158 episodes, listener, has been I will make a, a show notes sheet where I collect. It's got all the the the, the list of things we go through, our call to actions, uh, all the news links. It's a little bit of structure. I collect links throughout the week put them in there and then we usually have a topic whether we're reviewing a movie or a tv show and my thoughts are in there and all the ending shit is in there so i thought look what what have we done what can we do that we we haven't done before 158 episodes in two years of podcasting and the answer was and this is kind of rug boy's idea the answer was just do a show with no show notes oh shit and uh that's what you're gonna we're gonna we're i'm free balling it jerry I'm out there. (laughs) I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, So that's what we're going to attempt to do. Now, if you're a new listener, 
Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> this show could be complete garbage. Probably. Or, or it could be uh, nice and great vote of confidence there, Anthony. Thanks. Uh, or it could be the best thing we ever did. And we just throw out the show notes moving uh, moving on from here on. I, I don't know. You'll I know. imagine this being like the Joe Rogan show, except with less interesting people. <laughs> just us. <laughs> just and us. I feel, I feel like we haven't had a show with just like the three of us in a while. We've had a, we always, we like getting guests on and it's a round table of cast of characters that the show has introduced us to that we've, all these people we've met. Uh, it's nice to have just uh, the three of us here celebrating our two year birthday. Nerd. I can't, first of all, it doesn't feel like two years. It's pretty crazy. Do you like being a toddler? Uh, I love being a toddler. Two years is great because everyone, they cut your food up for you. You can shit in your pants you and they just diapers, change it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, great. Don't just shit wherever you want. You could just be standing there watching TV and just shit yourself. And it's, it's great. And it's perfectly acceptable. No one's going to smack you. They're like, oh, no. look how cute that is. He's making his shit in his pants face. That's yeah. adorable. Uh, and the only other time you could do that is when you're like uh, 100 and yeah. still get and away you're, with And it, you're so. laying in like a bedpan. Yeah, yeah, not as much fun, and no. also because that, you, and you that's just, the last literally, thing you literally have no control, and you're just like, oh fuck, I shit myself. No, and that would be the last thing you remember, which is probably not the best thing. Is the last thing you remember is the ignorance that you have as a child, not knowing that shitting your pants is not cool. Yeah. I wish that's that, the greatest thing ever. Like I, not knowing yeah. that everything's fucked up is the greatest thing. When you're old, you know everything is fucked up. And it's bad. You get jaded pretty quick. I wish I could walk around, shit in my pants, draw on the wall, put things on my mouth, suck on them, spit them out, whatever. I feel like you still yeah. do that stuff. I think I do some. I do absolutely. I, oh, I try to do some of those Wait, things. Just, so He just sharts. <laughs> I just shart. Great shitting. He, tr- he trusts his farts way too much. <laughs> Did I? Ooh, that was a wet one. Uh, I'm going to have to check this one out. The other day, Anthony saw me in the office and he said I look like a shit stain. Oh, did you even yeah. podcast? Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. You were because you were wearing a brown shirt buttoned down and then brown khakis that like matched. I had a brown. I was like, you were walking skin mark <laughs> with a little dollop of yeah. white at the head. Yeah. Can I ask this? Because yeah. you work with Imran, and yes. that, that must be uh, just a parade every day. <laughs> but uh, it's like, an adventure. Does usually, does he usually shock you with what he wears to work? Oh, sometimes, man. Like this sometimes this guy. I've seen this guy wearing like dress slacks. Uh, dress shirt, and then he's wearing fucking gym suit, gym shoes, and white socks. I'm like, God damn it, Emron! <laughs> what are you fuck. doing? Who cares? Oh yeah, I've seen Emron wear a couple of ensembles that were pretty legendary. Uh, he'll he'll, he'll, he'll throw colors together, and I'm just like, what the fuck, Emron? <laughs> he still wears the even... suits that are like way too big on him and shit. I'm not even colorblind. I used to remember when he used to wear the getup, like the Muslim getup. Oh, uh, dude, I was so I used to wear that okay. Shit. So for a while, between uh, the ages of like junior, senior year of high school, freshman year, up to the freshman year of college, I was like all I had suddenly become spiritual, and I was all into Malcolm X, and I had the X hat, and I was all like straight edge, and I was going to be like this. This is going to change me, and and then you were going to be straight edge because of Malcolm X. Well, uh, yeah, just, I don't know what I you was thinking. You know what straight I, edge is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's no it's no booze, no drugs. The straight right. edge, but then the group you, is like, they're into like punk rock and shit. Edge. I was trying to be, <laughs> fuck, I thought I was like morally superior. I was an ass. What did I know? I was fucking 18 years old, dude. I was 17 when I got to college because I skipped a year. I was a young ass fucking 17 year old. That is an uh, asshole that, age. 
Yeah, it's a fucking asshole age. You think you know everything and you think you're fucking holier than thou. It's bullshit. That didn't last long. Safe to say, Rugs, right? That didn't last very long. Yeah, I would say about four months. All it took was a girl and my first hit of sweet, sweet trees. Then I was, yeah. then I was, oh, that was shit. it. I you was know, like, you oh, see shit. Illinois is going to legalize that pretty soon. Oh, God damn. I've been praying. Listen, if you, if I was to pray for something, I've been praying for that to Allah every day. Please. Why, whatever Why you are you do, praying for? You do, you, you do it all the time. Legalize I get anyways. It. Yeah, but I just, he I doesn't want the want, guilt. I want to uh, do it out in the open. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to do it while I'm watching my dog. Those, like awkward looks from people. Listen, that it's become a lot less taboo. Uh, who uh, Patrick Stewart recently came out. He said he uses medical marijuana. There was an article. Uh, it's been it's medicine, dude. It's a plant. Anyways, look, before we get any further, I just want to shout out to the listener. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, if you're a new listener, you want to see what we're all about. Just go to our website, jockander.com. Go to jockander.com slash contact and you'll find our, our Twitter page, our Facebook group. You can send us a message. You can leave us a voicemail. And we have solicited comments for our birthday from our awesome, from you, the awesome listener. We will sprinkle in throughout the show. Should I, uh, should I share one now? As long as it, as long as it's not Kevin Heldon and uh, Chris Richardson jacking themselves off for eight minutes. (laughs) No, that was, uh, that was the 150th episode. By the way, how how about, how about we just pick like every so often we have these milestone episodes and we keep basically fishing for comments and and, and feedback. So I threw it out to our Facebook group and Twitter, and basically I was like, look, it's 158 episodes. It's time for you to do some work. Do my work for me. Send us something we could read. And you guys did. So very I, nice. I like, uh, I like the back-to-back with- of like 150 <laughs> celebration. And now like right? episodes like, oh, wait, two years. And then the next hey, one's yeah. going to be like, we're at 160. Oh, my God. What a fucking milestone. Then we're at, oh, shit, two years and two months. Got to celebrate that one. <laughs> everything. We're going to celebrate everything. Literally, before you know it, it'll it's like be- having a girlfriend. <laughs> it is. It is. Every <laughs> goddamn time. Oh, I got to get you flowers again. I just. We it's just- our mid-anniversary. <laughs> this is the anniversary of when we fucked. This, we just celebrate our quarter this mid. This is our anniversary. You know who the women, woman is in this relationship. It's you, fucker, Imran. It is? Yeah, you're what? the one that keeps pointing what? these things out. Oh, we we got to do something today. It's the two-year. Exactly gotta, today. We, oh, we, my God. Look let, me, look, let me tell you. I don't even... I, my birthday's coming up. I don't even give a shit about that. I don't even celebrate my birthday anymore. I'm way more invested in this. I want to celebrate... Look, for us to be doing something for two years and, and every week and not missing a week... That's a that's a pretty good accomplishment. I'm surprised at ours. I'm surprised we fucking lasted this long. This is true. And before you know it, it'll be our 200th show. So send us something for that, listener. <laughs> Just let's get started. Okay, look. Jordan Radford wrote this on our Facebook group. It's very nice. She says, happy two years, jock and nerd. I miss spending my Thursday nights with you guys on Blab. Some of my favorite moments were the random stories from the Scottish guy and his sexcapades. And of course, all of the great discussions when new shows and movies came out. You guys were a highlight for me, and I feel honored that I was able to be a part of it for a short time. Keep being my weekly highlight. May these next two plus years be even better. Love you three. Oh, that's so nice, Jordan. Let, let's let's you. explain. Let me explain for the listener that just started listening to our show or never got on yeah. Blab what the fuck Blab was. Blab yes. was like this live camera feed, or webcam feed of like four boxes. And me, Imran, and Rugboy would go on there weekly and do a live show, basically. And we'd have. It was uh, awesome. It was okay. And we would have some <laughs> random people just jump in yeah. every week with us. And Jordan was our one of our people that kind of helped with graphics on the side and stuff. 
Um, yeah, and, and that quickly and Blab that quickly assistant. went away once Blab started hemorrhaging money. Well, yeah, and they shut. Well, they weren't making any money. They didn't know how to how to work their model, and they just all of a sudden shut it down one day. But that brings up a question I want to ask you two. Yeah, favorite Blab moment. Oh my God! I mean, there's so many. Well, the Scottish guy she's talking about, Sir Dakota Sand Saunders. He was great. He loved. I, he, he loved was you. Scottish, by the way. Oh, he was, he was British. a dude. He was a dude pretending to be British. That because his story was like ever changing. He was talking about he went to visit his grandmother, and then like three months later, he's still there. Yeah. How does he still have a job? Was this the guy in Parliament? Yes, yeah. he worked and in you Parliament. Look, you look behind him, and there's like pictures of him and, and hanging up, and it's clearly like his room. It's he never yeah. the same room. So, and he would ta- tell us about the French girl that he would fuck in the hotel, and so he was not in Parliament. No, no. I, you don't think he even worked in Parliament. You think all that? Man, Imran, you are so fucking he, gullible. But he t- remember when we got him to do the English he speak like an American accent? Yeah, that was really good. Voice. That was good. I'm like that's his real voice. No, I don't know. He also told a story where he found out he was you don't a knight. Think a guy could do a fake voice every time he's on. <laughs> oh, he's so you, cute. Imran, boy. you, you took his anything. word for it that he was just in Scottish anything. Parliament and then just coming to blab and wanting to yeah. listen to us. That, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Oh my god, <laughs> Sir Dakota Saunders. That was great. I referred to him as Sir. He's not a he, Sir. You, he's probably not even a knight. No, he's nothing. I, 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 I actually I, don't even know who this was, guy is. You always left. Funny though, you can, you he was. He was hilarious. You can catch okay. a lot of these on our YouTube channel. The all the whole because we would do like a two hour show, and I would stay on there for like another two and a half hours. There's four hour shows of Jock and Nerd video on our YouTube station. Tons of stuff that's never been in the feed. Yeah, you could see me. You could see yeah, Rugs in person, and you could see Anthony uh, looking like a twelve year old boy. Uh, Twelve-year-old houseboy. Twelve-year-old Filipino houseboy. What uh, Anthony Clegg moment was uh, sticks out where we got him trouble with his wife. We talked about oh, that. Yeah, that's one of the greatest moments ever. <laughs> we talked about that on the one hundredth episode. Yeah, that was great. You know what my favorite moment was? Yeah, yeah. Every time I fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked I it. I knew he had a douchey. Thing. I know he was gonna say. That, <laughs> I'm just. Bro. I'm kidding. Oh, you even podcast? Yeah. I'm not that kid. I'm not kidding that much, but. Uh, the time when I jumped on and the, we finally, what was like a thousand people that had finally decided to yeah, watch the show that was at, fun. in any one moment. Yeah. That was Early cool. on, they featured us on their front page and we kept going and we hit like a thousand viewers. Uh, that was crazy. I love when you would block people on, uh, they would say some shit and you're like, block. And they just, yeah, well, because you were like super lenient and rugs boy <laughs> would like want to like engage them. And I'm yeah. like, dude, let's just get these fucking people out of here. These trolls. What are we doing here? That was fun. It was, uh, I love the live comments, you know, it helped generate discussion, but yeah, it, uh, the whole thing fell apart and now it's all scattered. Now, all the live shit is on like Facebook live and all these other platforms, whatever. We'll record this and put it out. It's fine. I cannot believe that you guys would sometimes go like two hours after like that. There was fucking Ta- talking to like, you know what? but I felt like something was happening. Yeah. That's the problem. I felt like there was something cool happening and then they just ruined it. <laughs> they yeah. did. Uh, they would, uh, we talked to furries. The furries would show up. There was that girl. Who, who was the guy? Was it Anthony Davis? Yes. There's Anthony Davis. A- Annie, a- Anthony Davis for the listener was this like, be nice, awkward, <laughs> socially awkward Southern dude that, uh, oh, yeah. would, would come on the show and I guess would talk. He's a um, nice guy. my question, he's a nice guy. Yes, I'm sure he was. <laughs> I think he's gotten laid since blab. Oh, no. Oh, ever. 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 And is, is it true if you don't use it, you lose it? Is that a serious question? 
Is it uh, is it falling off yet? That's what <laughs> we also we also had some cool things. We're like we uh, hung. We had Benji Bronk and Elisa Giordana of Howard Stern fame on our show. Elisa Giordana came on while she was at a Mexican restaurant, and then Anthony shows up all drunk. You were at a wedding or oh, something, wedding, right? Yeah. 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 That was the great thing about the platform is you could easily join from anywhere. And like, you got, you just needed yeah. some, some headphones. I just remember Elisa Jordana being like, who is Jock? Who is Jock? As if that's like my first fucking name, Jock. Well, then who everybody would call me that because that's what it would say in the Twitter handle based on our jo- well, at Jock and Nerdcast on Twitter. Your, your boy, David Mobley on Twitter still thinks oh, your name boy. is Jock. There's David Mobley. We've had a lot of it, he's that's still around. He oh, found he's still us around. there also. That's right. Yeah. He sends yeah. us. Uh, he sent us like Snapchat videos. Yeah, yeah he's like he listen. Listen to the Nerd and Jock TV or something. Like he like totally butchered the whole thing. Like, he doesn't listen. No, he just no, likes he's, me. <laughs> yeah, he just likes you a lot. Despite the fact that uh, he absolutely does not listen to the show, I appreciate him spreading the gospel of the Jock yeah. Nerd, even though he gets it wrong. And uh, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, so let's take a look back at what we did uh, this past year, guys. We put out, including this episode, 71 episodes. By the way, the math of all of this doesn't work out. We say we're a weekly podcast. It's been exactly two years, yet this is episode 159. Oh, shit. And I'm not a genius, but I don't think that math works out at all. No, no, no. I don't know what happened. 71 episodes. So uh, we do news reviews and interviews. Here's some of the reviews we have given you in the past year. A year ago, uh, Daredevil Season 2 was about to come out. We reviewed that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the infamous Batman versus Superman review. Where that- We've done like two shows or three shows on this, probably. Yeah, that, and that's where we met the David Zika, and he's become a good friend. Then Captain America Civil War. Then it was X-Men Apocalypse. Then we reviewed Batman, The Killing Joke. Then Suicide Squad. Then remember we reviewed The Night Of on HBO. Remember how awesome that show was? Yeah. It was complete. had nothing to do with comic books. It was just fucking good just television. Fuck it. We'll do it. It was, really like, fuck, it was great. There was no, it was the summer. There was nothing else going on anyways. Uh, we reviewed Luke Cage on Netflix, Doctor Strange movie, Rogue One, Star Wars story, Shin Godzilla, a Japanese movie. We reviewed an actual legit Japanese movie. How's that for some culture? Jock and Nerd. Uh, and then Logan, Kong Skull Island, which was our last two episodes. And then various uh, Walking Dead uh, episodes and TV show pilots. We switched up our format because we used to review every episode of of uh, TV. And we don't do that as much anymore. We just kind of... So we, we have more uh, room to review like movies and shit or any kind of shit. Like, like stuff like The Night Of or anything yeah. we want. I don't, I don't know do. how you guys watch every fucking TV show. I'm still day. watching everything. I know. I'm, st- I'm still watching Powerless, and it still has not you made me laugh You are still watching once. Powerless? It's on the DVR. I'm like, maybe this week it'll make oh me laugh. Oh, my God. Nope. There's I don't only understand one how you have time in the day to do all this and produce the show and, like, not funny. give attention to your fucking wife. Like, what do you do? Wait, my what? Oh, shit. That's right. Uh, right. Where is she? Uh, I bought her flowers for International Women's Day. How, how do you like? You watch Powerless. <laughs> it's there. Yeah, it's, I can't get behind. Holy them. shit! That show has not made me laugh sincerely. How do you? How do you watch the whole the, the show every week that doesn't make you laugh? And that's I, the I press a button the and I sit there and with my eyes open. Oh I've my gotten God. to the point where I like I <laughs> when I watch 
any of the uh, DC shows. And this is the weirdest thing. It's like the only show from DC that I'm watching all the way through with yeah. not skipping yeah. is Supergirl. Really? Wow. And I'm skipping through Arrow. Every time I see a flashback, I skip through it. Uh, Arrow's been interesting. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, I skip. Yeah. All the Flash? Time not even Flash? No, Flash, I watch the whole thing. Flash has been interesting in Arrow. Like, the, the big bad they have is uh, is pretty compelling now. I don't want to spoil yeah. it. I don't think Anthony's ever going to catch up. Like, I, you're never going to watch think, any oh, of these shows. this summer, when I, like, get less busy, yeah. I'll catch up. I'll try to uh, catch up. So, okay. I, I say that now, and I, I never caught up on Stranger Things, so. Oh, you got to watch Stranger Things. It's great. Uh, they're, uh, so, look, listener, for the listener, we will be reviewing Iron Fist on Netflix. So send us your thoughts on that. It'll be part of the review show. Ronald Hans, a, a loyal listener, and uh, he just uh, started supporting us on Patreon with Adam Morris. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone, on Patreon. He sent us his Iron Fist review, which I will save and share when we review Iron Fist, which Anthony has not watched any of that. No, I haven't. I'll try. So, I'm going to try to do it this week, but okay. we might have to delay it like another week. So our review may or may not be the next episode. I yeah. don't know. Uh, I mean, the, these reviews and like people at work just walking by and being like, yeah, man, it's uh, it's not that good. Like know, that doesn't make already, me excited. No, like I know. I know the completest to me wants to watch it, yeah. but I'm just like, fuck, man. Like shit. Why do I, I, I'm going to watch I shit. With, if you go in with really low expectations. Really low. Yeah, you might you might like it. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't think it's unwatchable. All right, fair I enough. Think, I just think it's probably the the worst of all the. And I don't want to. That's the thing is like I don't want to comment on it because I'm going to spoil your anticipation yeah. for it don't, even don't more. Don't comment on it. So. I, I will say that like not only the neg- negativity about that, but I felt like Luke Cage, and we talked about this on the show, but Luke Cage ended for me so sourly that I was just like, man, this isn't hyping me up for the next show. Like oh, when it well. when it got the fucking Diamondback man, yeah, that shit got it got too fucking comic booky. The bullets and shit, man, that that was stupid. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the shows go on too long. That and it, they, they all they suffer. Take that money. You should make less episodes and take that money and put it into the episodes. Like, make it nine episodes. Make it eight episodes. Absolutely. I don't get. I don't get why it has to be like third. Like, why can't they just adjust it? Because it's Netflix is not looking for ratings. They're just looking right. to keep subscribers or add on subscribers. Like making more content that isn't a different won't make. Right. I would rather have more shows, but different installments. Like I would rather have give me a six part and then go away for a couple of months and then come back and in a couple of months and give me another six. I, I like that. Give us more shorter seasons. That's what you want. And did you see like- what Anthony Mackie came out with? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, he said that it's. He, he not, was basically like, yeah, it's not connected. The TV and the movies, like he's like, there's no be. fucking way. Yeah, like basically never, never ever. So if that's the case, why don't you take these like breaks, like six month break, like because they're. I still feel like the shows are trying to like stay on the periphery of the TV or the movies, but if like they were, if the movies are just like fuck you, then well, when, the point? Why don't, yeah, yeah, what's the point? Why don't you make these stories whenever in the timeline? He also wants to be the next. Just say blade. this is the TV universe, and that's not, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That that's a weird situation, but it was always going to be a huge undertaking to, to to connect a TV universe to a movie universe, just because the production uh, schedules are so different. And I mean, no one's really done that ever successfully. Anyways, well, they yeah. they had like the Hulk movie, a uh, TV shows that connected to the movie, right? 
No, but that was uh, made well, they've for always TV done, movie. They've always done the movie after the TV show, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Like, X-Files is the one, like, didn't that end? Wasn't there a movie in between seasons of X-Files? And it came yeah. back. I can't remember. That was the one yeah. thing. Uh, wait, so, Rugs, going back to Supergirl, what are you enjoying about the Supergirl that makes you uh, compelled to watch it? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I mean, I think that since it's not as, like, uh, female- it's skewed like it was before with Ally McBeal in there and yeah, yeah, newspaper and the Devil Wears Prada. Whole it's vibe gotten better. It's gotten better this season. It's just a little bit more like straight to the point. You know, I mean, it's a little bit too alieny for me sometimes. It's like aliens all over the place, yeah, and, yeah. and they're just walking around with like big fish. Yeah, when well, but it's kind of fun. Win is dating an alien, and there's like the alien uh, under undercover bar. Yeah, everybody knows that there's aliens uh, and yeah. there's just aliens all over the place. Just it just doesn't seem like the rest of DC is like that. Like that's the only place that aliens hang out. You never see them anywhere else. Well, it's there, but that's a whole different universe. It's not yeah. even the same Earth, so they can totally do that. I haven't this week. They did the 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 musical with uh, Melissa oh, Benoist. That's horrible. I haven't please. I haven't watched that Don't yet. Watch <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. But her and the if guy. You like it? I I can't. I can't. I probably. I, talk to you about I don't it. like. I mean, it's forced. Anytime these musical things, it's obviously forced into you know the story arc. So the song that they wrote for this is probably the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god! It, it was original. Oh, there's an original song in it. Yeah, it's holy a, shit! I'm not gonna say what it is. So at the end, because I watched the Supergirl, and at the end, some dude pops out and uh, he grabs the portal and 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 ju- jumps into Earth, jumps in through a p- breach, and then she goes, and everything's like, and it's all old timey, and it says continued in the Flash. But I also I read it, Melissa Benoist and the guy who plays Monel, like they're actually hooking up, like they're a couple. Oh really? Oh, so there's some like real chemistry there, a little bit. Huh. Huh. Good for Monel. <laughs> At least, oh, hey, at least, like, yeah, okay. Anthony, have you, are you caught up on The Walking Dead at least? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. You guys want to discuss a little bit the last couple of episodes? Sure. We ain't got so, shit to talk about. I know, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. Let's go back to the, the okay, so first of all, spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. The Morgan, uh, the Morgan episode where he goes he against breaks. his nature. Yes, he finally breaks his pacifist nature with richard richard sabotages the drop uh yeah. he's like uh this is not enough cantaloupes you didn't bring me enough cantaloupes all over only 11 cantaloupes <laughs> just over a cantaloupe and he he put the the fucking uh the shopping carts in the way and sabotage the thing because he put he the shopping bought. carts in an arrow oh he did put it in an arrow didn't yeah. he I didn't so to lead to his grave oh shit yeah, because earlier you see him with a bag, a backpack that says Katie on it. Yeah, I think that was his daughter, right? Yeah, he wants to be buried next to his daughter. He wants to be buried next to his daughter. So you're like, there's some shenanigans up, and they he goes to the drop. They're 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 down one cantaloupe, and uh, he thinks they said they even said last time, any shit happens, you're dead. You're next. We're gonna get you. So he's like, all right, he's got a little death wish, but that's not what happens. Instead, the dude turns and shoots Benjamin in the leg. Uh, Benjamin being the young guy who Morgan's been training, who's kind of been like his, his, he's a mentor and this is his protege teaching him the ways of the stick. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't think the, the, the savior meant to kill him, but he hit him in the big fucking artery in the leg where you're going to bleed out pretty goddamn quick. And then Morgan fucking snaps. That moment was pretty crazy. Uh, when they come back with the cantaloupe 
And Morgan just fucking kills Richard, strangles him yeah, in front of them. The Holy shit. Oh, that Richard's shit. like, yo, man, I was planning on them killing me. Yeah. I was ready. I was cool with that. Yeah. And that's why I dug my own grave and whatever. But like, Morgan's like, all right, you're going to die then. Fuck you. You should die for this. Yeah, day. because you don't get to decide that. Who who said you could decide? Who yeah. told you to do? Why, why are, you, are you putting people through this? And then Morgan just, I love that moment where he's walking around. He just breaks. He's smashing things. And, and it's back to. Well, he's like fucking, going back to like his psycho stage. Yeah. Well, because uh, he, like, he like looks at that kid and then he thinks of him as he, his son. He calls him his son's name. Yeah. He says Dwayne, which is his son. I was like, oh, shit, Morgan's losing it. And then he does a great thing. I really like this. He just tells, he's like, Carol, you want to know what the fuck happened? He's just gone. He's like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. You want to know what really happened? And he tells her. Tells her Negan killed fucking Glenn and Abraham. And now she's back to fucking Rambo Carol, which is yeah. which is great. It's about fucking time. I never understood why she was a pacifist, why she didn't want to have any. Well, this is the woman who just fucking blew up a, a Terminus and, and was badass. And all of a sudden she's like, no, I don't kill anymore. Leave me alone. I've been, I've been complaining about that for a while. About her Thank being a forever. pacifist. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing about that this episode for me. I I liked it cuz it's kind of moving the story forward. Finally the kingdom's going to get involved. But this is the problem with this like like what have we call what have we been calling it? Drawn out storytelling. Decompress Decompression. storytelling. Yeah, it's yeah. like we haven't really spent that much time with Morgan and this kid together. Like if they kept dropping hints of this that their relationship throughout episodes, like multiple episodes, I would feel like he felt like that kid was his fa- his son, but for me, it didn't feel like this kid was his son. It felt like me that this kid just grabbed a staff from him and learned Aikido. Yeah, I mean, it was tragic because you did kind of you got the feeling that this was a good kid, and and uh, you know he he was trying to help, and he was going out on his own, and I don't I don't risks. know. I didn't feel like. That was enough to. I didn't feel like their their relationship was strong enough that it would break Morgan right. they, like they this. They didn't set that up. What did you guys think about the episode after that? So then, the, the last episode, oh, we got Imran narrating. I love it, dude. I fucking uh, love it. Was no, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what. I actually what don't happened. remember what happened. So if you could tell me, <laughs> uh, this one I forgot already. It deals with the hilltop. Oh and yeah, Maggie. Yeah, and you see, I like how you see Eugene put his. Uh, his his plan for Negan with the the metal the metal walkers. It was like it was the uh, hilltop the um, dealing with that fucking guy Negan lookalike. Oh yeah, Simon. Simon and like yeah. he took their doctor because they and yeah. it, I guess they were brothers. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. He's like weird, weirdly menacing but smiley face. Like he's very interesting. That Simon. Yeah, and then you had the uh, what's the leader of the hilltop's name. Uh, Gregory, Gregory making a deal, basically. Gregory, yeah, like to get rid of people if he needs to. He threatens Jesus. He's such a sleep. Oh, and Jesus says something about uh, you know it's hard not having boyfriends. So we know Jesus is gay. He said that? that confirmation. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. He said something about he. he yeah, he goes he like miss have to have a boyfriend. Oh, I didn't hear that in, in this world. Yeah. Wow. So gay and then, Jesus, gay Jesus. We got gay Jesus. Uh, Maggie's training them how to throw knives and shit. And then you got Sasha and uh, Latina. What's her fucking name? Sasha and Rosita. Rosita. And their big plan is we're going to kill Negan. Yeah, going out and bonding to kill Negan. And and then uh, Rosita gets locked out as Sasha decides to jump in. Well, here's the thing. Sasha has to be the captain of the Enterprise in a new Star Wars TV show. 
So I don't think uh, we're going to see her again because at the very end, she locks her out. And it's kind of silly, like how she didn't see this coming. And then she just runs in on her own and you hear shooting and there's no way she's fucking surviving that. Yeah, so, I don't understand what, why the plan, why the one of the plans is to walk in there and try to kill Negan. Like, like just she, stay where you were at and wait. Yeah, you could have shot him. You had a great. They were outside. They. She's like, damn it, I don't have a shot. You did have a shot for a second. Well, even if yeah, you don't have a shot, again. Yeah, just wait. Yeah, he's gonna come out again. What is the rush? Yeah, they should have waited a little longer. I mean, I, they can't stay there forever. Forever, they gotta eat and shit. But uh, find food and stuff, and we're not get, going in and out without getting caught. But they should at least stayed another night. They just. But I mean, that would have been drawing it out even more. I don't know. They just got to the point. I don't know. They had a nice little uh, moment together, and you knew when they were getting all like real with each other. I was like, oh, one of these people is gonna die. In fact, Sasha was the one who's telling Rosita to live, and then she goes and. Does this suicide deal. And we also find out Eugene doesn't want to leave. He's like, no, I like it here. Just leave me. I was like, you know, he's really not doing a game. It's, uh, it's I, still I, ambiguous. I think, yeah, I don't know. Because he, he could be like, leave me like I'm still trying to work my plan. Or he could be like, leave me. I love it here. Yeah. We, yeah. We don't know. He's like, you got to go. And Sasha tells Rosita, it's not your time. I thought it was okay. This episode, I, they just keep, there's only two episodes left. This is what I complained yeah. about prior when the mid-season finale is like, we should have kicked this into high gear a lot sooner, and we're not. Yeah, that was surprising that there's only two episodes left, and they're, they're, I, don't, I don't see any movement. Like, what's well, this, going? I mean, Nothing's this episode, the end kind of kicks it in high gear because you got someone trying to assassinate Negan in the compound, but it's almost like too little too late. I mean, I think we all know that he's, Negan is not going to die. No, he's not going anywhere. So You, you would uh, know that if you, didn't re- if you read the comics. That yeah, I guess. I don't know if you would know that if you didn't read the comic. So you think he'd be dead? Be like, why isn't this guy dead already? Yeah, we haven't seen Rick in a while either. Well, we saw him like two episodes ago, fucking Michonne and oh yeah, they had their uh, school in a carnival in the van. Yeah, everywhere they went on a date. They went on a carnival date. Boy, was that with the really bad CGI deer? That was a waste of a goddamn episode. Yeah, the season has been very strange. Yeah, they keep. I mean, they 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 love the decompressed stuff. They, that's just their that's their thing for a while. They seem to like concentrate on things that we don't need to even be concentrating on a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm still watching everything. Still wa- I mean, it looks like this next episode they're gonna uh, go after Oceanside, right? Or is it Oceanside? Oh, the ladies. The ladies they, uh, with the they guns. found out. Yeah, yeah. They gotta go uh, change their mind. Get them involved. Or they gotta steal their guns. One of the or- two steal their guns so uh all right i think there's strength in numbers (laughs) you you kind of need a big army give me uh like i hope the last episode doesn't end where the army is formed and they're just starting to attack yeah and then it stops and then they're right on the precipice yes he's just looking at there's like a 50 50 chance that 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 oh shit if they do that that's gonna be even more Fucking annoying than the way they ended. That's what they're episode. going to do. Don't even think there's another option. The last shot is Rick over a hill, and the camera like goes over his shoulder, and he's looking at the Savior's compound. He's got and a big it, army, and yeah, then that's it. They panned Rick happens. like they yep. panned Rick on the hill, wide shot, and it's like hilltop kingdom, uh, Alexandria, uh, weird ladies that eat trash for fun, and uh, <laughs> weird and, and then girls with no no men. 
and like a CGI everywhere. tiger. Yeah, and a CGI tiger leading uh, leading the charge. Send the it, tiger it, in it's first. It's totally gonna be there. It's gonna be Rick standing oh, on top. God. You got you got uh, Jesus flanking him with like uh, what's her face Maggie, and you got uh, Ezekiel with the tiger also flanking him. That is some bullshit. That is exactly what's gonna happen. That's the shot, man. That's the shot. I predicted that that would be correct. Just so we're just waiting to get jerked around by the Walking Dead. All right, all right. I, you know, it's, been... it seems like they just don't have a lot to do. They don't have a lot of content left. Right, right. I mean, they must not if they're just they're dragging us. Out. But they're in the comic books. There is more content. You can take this places, but I don't know what he wants to do. What his plan is. So, well, if you want to run this Whatever. forever, you, then you got to drag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're milking it for all it's worth. So what are you watching, Anthony, besides the few things that you watch? Like, what, are you watching basketball? Yeah, well, there's like the NCAA tournament right uh, now. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I turned Imran on to this uh, Untold History of the United States of America. I've been watching oh, that. Yeah. yeah, it was directed by Oliver Stone. Oliver. Yeah. Narrated it was on Showtime. It, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, like, deep into that. I'm, like, seven or eight episodes in. So that's what's been delaying me from watching other stuff. You got to watch Snowden. That's fucking that movie. The movie Snowden. with uh, JGL, yeah. Uh, no, I, I watched the first episode of Untold History and it's, man, is that, it's really good. I mean, like you said, Anthony, he starts the whole series by saying, he's like, you know, I was a, a fan of history and I loved history. And then after making all these movies, I went to Vietnam after making all these movies, I realized that I, there was a lot of things they didn't tell us. And then he's like, when I saw what my kids were learning, it just upset him more that they're still like not telling them the whole story. So this is his attempt to even things out. And you know how I love conspiracies. And you know how you love Oliver Stone loves conspiracies. Uh, so I'm very excited to watch the it's rest just, of it, it's, it's more like a, the way I interpret it is more like a, just there's two sides to everything. And we, we love to dramatize that like World War II was like us first. It was the last war where we were fighting evil. And then the, the I mean, bombs say, we dropped save yeah, lives. And communism yeah, yeah. was like the the... The main factor in Russia was super aggressive, and there's just another side to everything. And you know, I I felt this way in high school. You're right. That what's the saying is history is written by the winners. And I was always like, wait, what's the other side of this story? How are these other people looking at this? It can't be the same. And they well, you never you only got the Western European side of the history. Story. I've always thought that, and that's why I don't believe the news when I, read, right. I hear it sometimes. You or can't believe politi- anything, especially politicians. Yeah. yeah. Or the spin and the agendas. So it's like, you know, people think that some people think that Oliver Stone's a quack, though. Yeah, definitely. But those are people trying. Those are people trying to defend that old regime, you know. Well, Oliver Stone's. I mean, I mean yeah. he's clearly like he. It takes more than a few shots at the right in the in the in this episode in these in these shows. So. Goddamn liberal Hollywood. I knew it. This is what's causing America. Like if it was like 1950, destroyed. he'd be up there with like in like in front of McCarthy getting like. Oh, they would totally blackmail his ass. Yeah, they would put communist. him on that blacklist. Yeah. yeah. When Reagan was an actor, he got called up by McCarthy and he was, was thrown. Oh, the, that's right. Oh, and he didn't. Under the bus. Oh, shit. In the McCarthy. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, back when John Wayne was playing Genghis Khan. Oh, that was awesome! That's- <laughs> Back in the day, but <laughs> he just hired white people. The good old days. I love, I love looking guy. that up. Just him playing Genghis <laughs> Khan. It's hilarious, dude! It's terrible. Oh, like, like it's not even, it, it's not even close. <laughs> no, he just like he's just himself. Like he's always. Like if he would have, like if John Wayne would have pulled off like the ultimate. 
Genghis Khan, I would have been like, all right, you fucking pulled it off. Right. But he wasn't even close, even in the same like, planet. <laughs> he barely tried. He barely tried. <laughs> there, there's like, you know, legends of like Genghis Khan, like, like I think that side of the world like a, a one out of seven or one out of ten is total bro science but like a good a decent percentage of that population out there has genghis yeah. khan's blood in them oh yeah, yeah lots a of lot people of fucking he was fucking all the yeah, time he, he fucked the whole continent uh all the way across says he uh he was pillaged. pillaging and fucking wow genghis khan, i mean Shouldn't have called him genghis khan. john wayne didn't even try <laughs> look at this fucking thing he all he did was grow his stash a little differently he's got blue eyes what the fuck dude <laughs> Let's see if I can play a little bit. Let's let's uh, let's uh, let's, uh, let's see if I can play a little bit of audio. We we will uh, critique his performance. Genghis Khan, of that's amazing. John of uh, Genghis Khan. Imogen, chief of all Mongols, make known to all men present and afar off. Those who oppose me shall be destroyed. Those who submit shall be spared. And those who freely unite with me. Why are you looking up to this guy? Long made the greatest conquest of all. John Wayne and Susan Hayward, the Conqueror. Ooh, Susan Hayward. I like that uh, he's just talking in his regular voice. Yes. Why does this? Not even giving a no. shit. Why does the Genghis Khan sound like a cowboy? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> like he should have a Midwest accent, if anything. Like just a very flat, non specific accent not like he sounds like he just jumped off of a fucking horse <laughs> and, and and fucking i don't know what else He's got really was. bad like fu manchu if i was any of those dudes in the movie i would have like we should i would have just killed him be like why are we listening to this asshole just fucking stab him already and let's get on with our uh pillaging <laughs> <laughs> Genghis Khan man Genghis come all right look let's take a quick break i'm gonna put some play some promos some of our friends who have podcasts, check it out. Support the independent creator, and we will continue. After these messages, we'll be right back. In a world where so many podcasts offer TV and movie news, along comes another one filled to the brim with podcasty goodness that is only slightly better at best. Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet. Look for the 365 Flicks podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video store clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We are your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news reviews and general geeky rants as well as a bunch of top fives that you really won't care about. So whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you're Team Batman or Team Superman, drop on by the 365 Flicks podcast, where the Chris vs. Kev Civil War never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hey, my name is Paul and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. 
Every week, we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not the animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think that animal is on a scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except not at all like that really in any way. We're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. And we're at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. This is Phil. And this is Carrie. And we're hosting this cool podcast called Brokebot Mountain, a Westworld fan cast, all based on the HBO series Westworld. We had to do something. We were talking about it so much. We needed a venue for our crazy show theories. Yeah, not to mention your fanaticism, and I'm using that word lightly, for Thandie Newton. Should we mention your less-than-healthy obsession with James Marsden? Shut up, Phil. Shutting up? So, download us each week on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and listen to us beyond the range of possibilities. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. All right, everyone. It's, uh, you know, if you like this show, if you've been listening for a while, if it's your first time show even, uh, I want you to know, check out our fan club on the Patreon, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. It's a place where you can help us support the show, low monthly donation. There's several tiers and rewards, but the rewards are awesome because what happens is you get an RSS feed that'll give you an exclusive Jock and Nerd podcast. It's all Bunch of bonus content, instant reactions to movies, uh, new uh, whole episodes, little bits of audio, post shows, and hair. Let me just read you the title of the last thing I posted on Patreon. If this doesn't make you want to join, I don't know what will. The title of the last piece of audio from our last post show is The Jock St. Patrick Day Blackout Story. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. If that's not worth a dollar a month, listener, you're fucking high because it's hilarious. It's a great story. Check it out. Thanks for sharing, Anthony. If you've ever lived (laughs) the movie The Hangover. Yes. That's what that's like. (laughs) Only real. (laughs) Jockander.com slash Patreon. Links in the show notes. Somewhat scary. It was scary in like it was a story scary in hindsight. It could have at the time yes. living in the moment. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, because we even talk about it afterwards. I was like, wow, you got fucking lucky. Like it could have went really bad the other way. Yet yeah. it ended up being a delightful uh, and awesome story instead. Super charming. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little bit of geek boner uh, in the story. Uh, uh, I think it's also time. Let's share some more comments sure. from our awesome listeners. Daniel Nosker co-host of the geek street podcast check that one out listener it's a good show we got we got to get that guy on we got to get him and joe on which is his partner we also got to get uh david malosky and scott meridu who they're doing pod capers and i have an awesome comment from them uh we got to get them on because i just I'm, i love scott meridu's uh neurotic british voice it's fucking hilarious He's like you, like yes. when you when you go full Charlie yes. Day, like he he's just like you. With a British accent, just makes it more funny though. It just uh, yeah. there's something about that. So Daniel Oscar writes, "Happy birthday, Pod! What has been your favorite interview you guys have done? Also, have you thought about doing a podcast network? Congrats, guys! Uh, so good question. Here's who we interviewed in the last year. By the way, we had a lot of bunch of great interviews." Um, a year ago, it started with Jim McPike, 
who was a friend of Andrew Guild, who's a, his, uh, a wrestler, went to writing comics, and Jim now writes for A Place to Hang Your Cape. He's you also, don't, don't uh, discredit the man's fucking knowledge of history. And he was in the military, and he is a history buff. He knows his shit. Uh, that was a that was a fun episode with him. Uh, then uh, uh, we did free comic. Just book another day. time where you had a random dude yeah, you never just, met. The amount house. of like random people, strangers I've let into my house to record podcasts is I'm surprised I haven't been killed yet. S- somewhat scary. Yeah, it's a little bit scary. Just like Anthony's blackout story on St. Patrick's Day. A little scary, but always ends up fun. I <laughs> <laughs> live on the wild side. You gotta just live. let random strangers in your house. That's right. I don't care if I can come on in. Anybody's welcome. Uh, we did free comic book day part one and two at pastimes where we met a shitload of people. Uh, Elliot Serrano and uh, Mr. Antihero who came back over and over again to do review. We got, we made friends with him. Uh, that was a fun show. Sportscaster Lawrence Holmes, Anthony. This was, oh. this was, uh, I think this is a special one for you. I do. I do remember that one. And uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, a name in sports radio here. So I, I in Chicago and he yeah, and he, he's a big comic book geek. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool. He's both jock and nerd. That was that was a great interview Then we talked to Chris Barrett, game designer who works at Bungie. He's worked out. He worked on the Destiny uh, expansion pack. And Ruggs, you said Destiny 2 is possibly coming out soon. Yeah, it's coming out soon. There's a lot of buzz for that. Uh, well, they're starting to reveal stuff. I, I think there's going to be a tease for it sometime this month because they're da- there's a new download that's coming at the end of the month. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's always adding more content. So I think they might have a tease for Destiny 2 somewhere after that. That one listener, one of our most popular interviews because of Destiny. And we're not big gamers. The only reason I got Chris is we went to uh, art school together uh, 20 fucking years ago. Yeah. I just wanted to catch up with some of my art school buddies, which is what I use this show for, because I'm a shitty friend. I haven't said that in a while. Remember that? I remember that. Uh, you, yeah, that, that, was, that was the one, and then uh, you should be doing your own podcast. You should totally get your own podcast. Yeah, you. you I haven't, I haven't done podcast. that one. In, no, you I haven't, haven't done, done that. that one in a while. However, like Daniel Nosker and, and, and David Lofsky, they've all started their own podcast, so it rubs off in weird ways. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Uh, and then we did G-Fest, which we had interviews with August Ragone and Cute Girls, and I Broke Stuff, and Nick Shev, John Bellotti was on that. They came into town. That is a fucking, that's a fun episode that's fun. still. That's a great one. Uh, then we had Jeff Hillier, part of DeadX Radio, who's the ghost hunter. Remember him? We were talking oh, about uh, catching spirits. And that was that was the last Blab show, because Blab shut down the day after. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we got one in. Then we talked to Kate Amutazo from See Here's a Thing, who we did trivia gigs with recently. We have to go on her show because uh, she wants us to come on a year later. If she came on our show. Uh, Billy Presida, Man Whore Podcast. My I'm sure. show. I think That's it is. I think it is your favorite show. <laughs> uh, wait, Ruggs, the Billy Presida show is your favorite? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Like, now that we have to answer this question. Not funny. Post us. Yes. You just rattled something in my brain. That's my favorite show. Okay, yeah. He was uh, a lot of uh, sexy talk in that if one. If you haven't heard this show, it's our least downloaded show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, then we talked to David C. Hayes, the writer, uh, and also the guy in the Jimmy Eat World video, the big fat guy. Wow, just, just that straight was out the gate, big fat guy we got on the show. He, that he, David doesn't care. He knows. Right. We talked to him. Remember, right. he's cool. He's cool. Uh, then we follow that up with a couple of independent comic book artists, writers that uh, we got from David Malofsky from Place to Hang a Cape overseas in London. Brett Uren. Did I get that right? 
I kept yeah, calling him your urine. Man, yeah. I think it's. <laughs> I'm glad I called him right. Who did Torso Bear and John Locke, uh, who did, was it Afterlife? Those guys were nice. It was great uh, geeking out with creators. I love that. Scott Larson came by to tell us about Haunted Chicago. That was a fun one because then he talked about that, that ballroom where they held the ghost conference and then the ballroom fucking burned down a week later. Oh, shit. That was odd. It's weird. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was very weird. And then this one of last year, one of my top favorite is Floyd Norman, legendary Disney animator Floyd Norman who we were able to talk to because he had a documentary come out, Floyd Norman Animated Life, made by another art school friend of mine, Eric Sharkey. And we talked to him previously the year before, and he got us Floyd Norman, and the guy was so nice. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to this guy who's been working at Disney yeah. since 19, the first black animator to be hired at Disney in, in the 50s to work on Sleeping Beauty, and he's still working and drawing uh, today, all these decades later. That I'd like to change my favorite to that. One. Okay. All right. That's your new favorite. <laughs> I was joking before. I think I, I thought I detected a hint of sarcasm in your previous yeah, comment. A little sarcasm. Uh, and then uh, Greg Shegel, cartoonist Greg Shegel, friend of uh, Scott Weinstein, another guy I went to art school with who works at Saturday Night Live. Greg Shegel was awesome. He's got a book out by Image called Picks. And then I threw in the Adam Morris, Science is Superhero. That's awesome. Because that was kind, of, was kind of an interview. Yeah. So, those were uh, those are fun interviews. I think Floyd Norman of the last year was my favorite. Anthony, do you have a favorite? I mean, they're all they're all fun in their own ways. I don't want to bash any of one of the interviews, right? It's but hard to be. I, like, I got a prop, and not just because I got laid, but <laughs> but the the Godzilla show for me is just it's so wacky. Oh, it, the, the circumstances yes. around it, uh, like meeting John Bellotti in person, us. Doing recording yeah. the show in in a fucking vegan restaurant that was fucking empty and the like lady, we weren't served for twenty lives. minutes. Yeah, and we're just everyone's just setting up shop. Like I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like you're just setting up shop in someone's random ass place. That the whole event, the whole thing. I mean, who would have like I didn't I'd never been to G I'd been to G Fest maybe when I was a right. kid, so I had no idea what to expect. They're they're being hot girls like that. Whoa, what the fuck? The after party? Oh my god. <laughs> Because of this podcast, Anthony got laid. Oh, Who gets laid at G-Fest? For fuck's sake. Only the jock could pull that shit off. That was You can't write this shit, people. Like, you could no. not have written that show we, to go we that We need way. to fly Rug Boy's puppet ass in there for the next one. Next yeah. year, Rugs. This year, uh, maybe you uh, come visit for G-Fest. I'll see if I can get in Bellotti's suitcase. I think you would Start fit. drawing some shit. Maybe Rugs can sell some prints. Yeah, we'll get you a little table. Your table will be like underneath Pilates table because you don't need right. as much height. You know, we save some space and you sell uh, rug boy prints. So it's just it's my footprint. <laughs> <laughs> and then to comment on No Scare's other question, have we thought about doing a podcast network? Look, while I would. What's that mean? So basically we are part of some network. So this is actually a good opportunity to shout out the, the, the other places you can find us. Uh, so, so places like We Be Geeks. If you go to WeBeGeeks.com, you will find us there and uh, a tangent bound network, the lounge network and a place to hang your cape. The show is carried on all these websites. Check them out. But basically like we be geeks, it's a website that uh, has bunch of podcasts on one website. Like they're independent, but then this is just a collection. Like a spinoff. No, or something? no it's, we post yeah, a, it's show like a network of, it's just a website where there's like geek. Podcasts. It doesn't even necessarily have to be geek podcasts. It could be just a, a website with different genres of podcasts and you're all part of the same ah. network. So, 
For example, if we were to start a podcast network, it would be like the Jock and Nerd Podcast Network. Our show would be up there. I would have uh, Daniel Nosker, Geek Street Podcast, Podcapers, like all our friends, independent shows. And it is a good way and to cross promote. Also, maybe like Imran instead of, like has his own show where he talks about who knows what he fucking talks about Muslims. Right, and it could be. Its <laughs> and own I can thing. talk yeah. like I had have my own show where I talked about like UFC. <laughs> like you could have like all these other things, which is something I proposed to Imran way back if we ever made it. And we still haven't yeah. made it, so we're not doing that. <laughs> Listen, I barely. It's a great idea. It's a great idea, but I have barely enough time. That, that was also going to be my answer. On a week is, basis. I'll default to Imran. Imran, do you want to create a podcast network? No. Okay, we're not doing it. Listen, look. As much as here's the thing, and and I I would do. I have ideas for like ten shows. I could do ten different podcasts. As much as I would like to do more different podcasts. It would detract from this main show. So I'm actually. No, you'd also, you also know what it would detract from? We, yeah, we could life. do it. Yeah. We would just have to quit our jobs. If we were making enough money on the Patreon to do this full time, fuck yeah, I'd want to give you guys more. I would love to give you more. But I'm actually kind of proud of myself that I've uh, kind of focused and I keep telling myself just do this one and do it the best you can. It's been two years. I'm having a blast. I've, I love this show. I'm fully invested. I don't want to pull like a Legends of Tomorrow on the DC verse, on the CW verse, you know? You add these shows, the rest of the shows become shit because now you're spread thin. So, unless people want to help, but the Podcast Network, I don't see it happening in the near future. Sorry, uh, Maybe check back in another couple of years. When I first started doing this, yeah. right? When I was doing it with you guys, I was like, ah, I'm going to do another podcast on my own. Yes. And I never did it because I'm too lazy. <laughs> so. It's just not going to happen. What I do like doing is I love uh, being involved with the Blazing Caribou Studio people doing trivia geeks and sketch and comedy because I just show up and be an ass for like an hour and then I send them the file and then they do everything. Like, that's great. You could, they, have a, they got like 50 volunteers working for free. They got a huge network of people. That works out. But, man, it's a lot of work. Look, it, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this, listener. Believe it or not. It's true. Uh, we do true. You do put in a lot of work. We put in a lot of work. Let's. I just also. No, I would say we we do, but no, you fucking do. No, because as I said in the beginning of the show, I I get all these show notes. These motherfuckers just show up and read stuff and click things, and they're like, "What are we talking about?" <laughs> we. But listen, with with uh, help from great friends like Matt Delhauer, we've also have this awesome series. What the fuck happened? And uh, this with great friends comes great responsibility. Comes great something, Wait, that's something. Not how that goes. No, that's I forget. Is that a saying? Uh, we have good guests and good guest shows. That's that's a, that's one of them. Yes, Dalhauer is the best. Uh, if you are a regular listener, you know the what the fuck happened series. This year we gave you Batman and Robin. That was fantastic. Green Lantern. I started our Ryan Reynolds uh, trend there, and then we did R.I.P.D. Another shitty Ryan Reynolds comic book superhero movie. He has a ton of them, people. Uh, but I don't know what to do next, you guys. Uh, any thoughts? I was kind of leaning to... I think it feels like a good time to do Wolverine Origins. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Right? But And it's another... And I was like, I can't do another Ryan Reynolds movie after RIPD. But uh, here we are. The Wolverine Origins. Origins is like a movie that... Like like one of the movies that X, the X-Men franchise itself wants to forget. Like the people that make X-Men. Yes. Like, no, we, we, like, we're never acknowledging that movie. Don't. I haven't touched that movie since it came out. Right? It it's will be so great bad. to revisit, especially with Logan, the awesome Logan that just came out. Probably the best X-Men movie, the best superhero movie in, in a while. It's crazy that they went from that to yes. Logan. 
That's why I think we should look at Origins to see where it came from. Like, and gra- how granted, it's was. like a it's a franchise. It's already like Logan was already established the character, but like yeah. to start off, it's a quasi franchise, I guess. But to start off the Wolver- Wolverine franchise with that shitty a movie, and then to end with a great one, like that's never happens. It's usually like a great movie that starts a franchise. It goes the other and way. It goes the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a weird evolution. This wasn't the the Mangle. That was Gavin Hood. That was so bad, dude. And it was not. It was so. I remember sitting in the theater, and, 2009, wow. and uh, Silver Wolf or whatever Silver Fox dies, the girl, yeah. Yeah. and he's holding her, and she's all bloody, and he just screams up into the crowd, like up into the sea, the sky, and he's like, nah! and everyone's like, the whole theater just started laughing. <laughs> and this <laughs> is like a the- midnight showing. Like this is the hardcore fan that's going to see this, and they're like, what the fuck are we watching right now? That's not right, so. I guess the decision is made. Yeah, I think that might. I'd say. I think it's a good time, Delhauer. It's a good time to do Wolverine Origins. I, I don't Let's know if you guys remember too, Logan. but Patrick Stewart looked like a fucking furry because he was completely CGI. Oh, that's he right. Shows up that, was at, really yeah, that wasn't bad, that wasn't that actually bad. Patrick Stewart. Hmm. Why couldn't they just shoot him? I don't know. I don't understand. It's not like the guy was dead. It's know. like must have been an. Actor. I don't know why they CGI'd him yeah. in, but he looked terrible. Also, the claws have never looked worse for some reason. They're, yeah, they were like really like rubbery and just fucking C- shitty looking, wobbly. Looking, yeah. What about Masters of the Universe? Oh, man. I, I kind of would seen like that. to do that one. That movie's so terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It's good, though. That's the thing. Like, I would enjoy revisiting that. It's been a while. I've seen it recently. I haven't seen it recently. It's been a while. Are they ever going to do that again? Is that even popular enough? To, I mean, on, from my perspective, I think. You should do it. Yeah. From my perspective, I don't see anyone in my age group liking He-Man. that. Yeah. Remembering He-Man. that shit at all. Nobody but yeah, but I think that's your you guys' age. Right, I think if you do it right, people will go. Listen, in a day where they're just re- Disney's just redoing all their animated movies as live action, the, give me a Masters of the Universe, huh? How about you put some money in something new? Speaking of which, I did want to check something in real new. quick. <laughs> Masters of the that's Universe. Not, that's, that's not, not new. Me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some of that's not been properly Something done. old and new. <laughs> I, mean, I did the uh, Mario movie. You know that that wasn't the Mario Brothers. That was just some other <laughs> bullshit. That, that could be. That could give me something old yeah. that I like. Uh, I just real quick. Let's take a look at the box office of Beauty of the Beast because I'm kind of curious. I have it actually pulled up. So you want me to do it? Go ahead. As of March 22nd, so a day before today, which is March 23rd, which we are recording on, two seventeen and seven hundred mil. In six days. Oh shit! Days, yeah, two forty-four oh, world. That's the two, power of the pussy. Two forty-four foreign. So worldwide, four sixty-two. Holy shit! It's almost at half a billion in six days worldwide. Opening weekend, Anthony. Opening weekend. Uh, let me click on it. Is that like the biggest opening ever? May ever? Uh, it's one seventy-four open opening weekend. Let's. I'll pull up some stats here for oh, you. Oh shit! Hundred and seventy-four million. I've had friends weekend. that have seen it and they're like, "It's just okay." Yeah, I don't think it's that Interesting. great. Yeah. No, I, I I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like it. Yeah. No, I mean they they thought it was okay, but it didn't bring anything new. Production budget of uh, one hundred sixty million. I didn't know Dan. So Dan Stevens, the guy, it's this the Legion guy, right? He's the beast. He plays the beast. And uh, I read that the mocap they did, like, he had, he was on stilts and he had, like, a big pack on. And so he had to mocap the shit, like, walking around on stilts. All right. So shit. for our, just for the, sorry to our international audience, but this is just opening weekends domestically. Beauty and the Beast ranks sixth. Whoa. The five movies ahead are Captain America Civil War, Avengers Age of Ultron, Marvel's The Avengers, 
Jurassic Shit. World and Star Wars The Force Awakens. You notice a trend with those six movies? Yeah. Five of them are Disney produced. Yeah. Or or oh, in Disney's ah. property now. Buena Vista. Buena yeah, Vista, Buena Vista Studio. They're that, fucking making money. Fucking Jurassic World snuck in there. I can't. Jurassic still, World like, is like the, the, the surprise for like big, uh, for like the past movie. two or three summers. Like that movie no yeah. one thought was gonna make that amount of money. Damn, it's six at all-time opening weekends. And it's only been six days. Where uh, This thing is going to go. It's going to make, oh, at least, if you look at the numbers around it, it's going to make probably 400 mil here and probably a billion oh, worldwide so or easy, more. Easy billion. Easy. I wonder if the, the word of mouth will slow it down at all. But I don't I think don't it matters think so. to kids. Oh, no, I don't no, think it matters no. to little kids. And, and heard, there's such a nostalgia factor with that movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I got no. Uh, I'm not interested in seeing it at all. I have to admit, I'm, I'm slightly yeah. interested, but with my friends telling me no, I probably won't see it in the theaters. But dude, they're redoing the songs. It's the songs, man. <laughs> but they're not all in there, and I think there's different songs. Yeah, there might be different songs, but those songs, uh, whatever the Beauty and the Beast song is, whatever it's, it might be yeah. Ghost Beauty you, and the Beast. Yeah, is Tales of Tales when that when that song when that fucking hit in the trailers. John Legend, Ariana Grande. Yeah, when that hit in the trailers. I got the feels, man. Tale is old. I want to see Jungle Book, and I still, I still haven't, haven't seen, seen that. that either. Heard that's good. Yeah, Favreau's doing Lion King. Now he's doing Lion King, man. That that <laughs> that movie is a. They're just beast. printing money. Yeah, it's all they're doing. They're just playing it safe, printing up money. <laughs> So we could talk. I got. We could talk a little bit of news because I got a couple of Twitter comments that uh, relate to the news. Uh, one from I put some stuff in Zen. I see that. Oh, we'll see. get to that. Uh, one from David Malofsky, based on our last episode, we were talking about Sony doing the Venom movie. Yeah. He said the best way to do a Venom movie now would be for Spidey to get the symbiote while in space during Infinity War. Geek and I was like, oh shit, that's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, I don't. There's a that movie's going to be overstuffed as it is. Hmm. That's a good idea. But I, I don't I don't know. Is Infinity War twenty eighteen before... and twenty nineteen. So for Spider Man or so for we'll, a Venom movie to come out to be in continuity, they'd have to do it in twenty eighteen. Venom's coming out October twenty eighteen. Oh, it might work. Because Infinity I, and War I think comes that's out coming May out in the summer. In May? Yeah. So ooh. I don't think that they thought about this. Isn't Fox doing that? No, Sony is, but there's a weird Sony. deal where Sony can. Sony, right Sony and Marvel have are sharing Spider-Man, but they Marvel will allow Sony to make these spin-off films, and I don't think they have to necessarily connect. Which is going to be strange. So let's talk about the the one link you put in here, Rugs, about more spin-off Spider-Man movies planned at Sony. They have plans for a Silver Sable and Black Cat movie. Yeah, it's been in the works for some time. It says Westworld's Lisa Joy Nolan was previously developing a script, but and it's going to be done by screenwriter Chris Yost, who did Thor: The Dark World and Thor: Ragnarok. And Chris Yost co-created X twenty three. Here, look, I love Spider Man, a Black Cat, Silver Sable, Venom, great characters. Here's what I some of this is rubbing me the wrong way is there. They're only good when they're supporting characters for Spider-Man. Oh, shit. I don't know if I want to see a whole Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. First of all, I don't think nobody knows who the fuck Silver Sable is or even Black Cat. Right. I don't understand how you could do this. 
I'll, I'll, I'll hear. I'll give you the, the perspective yes. from the from the more yes. more casual when it comes yes. to Spider Man. Black Cat for me, Catwoman impersonation. Yeah. It's just Silver Sable. Never, never fucking heard of this. Is is? Are we talking about Cable here? Or are we talking about a woman? See, what exactly. are we talking about? It is a woman. So Black Cat uh, <laughs> dates to nineteen. 19- is this Cable's friend, Silver Sable? Silver Sable Cable. Oh, they got nothing to do. So in Amazing Spider-Man okay. Two. All right, now educate. Okay, me. so Black Cat created uh, nineteen seventy-nine by Marv Wolfman, Keith Pollard, Amazing Spider-Man One Forty-Nine. She is a cat burglar. But she has like bad luck powers. Yeah, woman, right? Yeah, but she has powers. Okay. She has bad luck powers. She can manipulate probabilities. So when you're trying to fight her, shit just goes wrong. Like you slip, something hits, lands on you for no reason. Bad luck powers. In Amazing Spider-Man Two, she's like a taskmaster. Yes, a little bit. Her real name is Felicia Hardy. She can read things. Yes. And okay. and, uh, and in the comic books right now. Well, there's that great bit where uh, when Octopus was Superior Spider-Man, he punched her in the face. She thought it was Peter, and she's pissed at him, and she's still gathering all the criminals. To She fucking hates Spider-Man now. But in the comic books, traditionally, she was in love with Spider-Man, but did not like it when he was Peter Parker. It was just not as exciting. She's in love with the, the, the guy in the mask. Yeah, she was in love with the exciting superhero. Her real name is Felicia Hardy. In Amazing Spider-Man 2, Fel- Felicity Jones's character was actually called Felicia, uh, F- Felicia Hardy. I don't know if they were going to make her a black cat or not. But again, you see how black cat works off of Spider-Man. Silver Sable, on the other hand, created by Tom DeFalco, Ron Friends, 1985, Amazing Spider-Man 265. She's from the fictional European nation Simcaria. She's a trained mercenary who has a, uh, inter- a company called Silver Sable International, funds a team called the Wild Pack, and uh, she's just like a female uh, Punisher mercenary type. She has no powers. She likes to shoot guns. She can fight. She's also been romantically involved, I believe, a little bit with Spidey, right, Rugs? I, I have a, I have a soft spot for these two characters because remember I was talking to you about that artist named Mark Beecham. Yes, there was a time where he was the artist for Spider Man, and uh, he was drawing both of these characters. Like Peter was like uh, going back and forth between the both of them. Oh shit! He was double dipping, and he was just drawing these girls scantily clad all the time, nice. and it was just amazing. But um, that's when comics used to be like you know cool and stuff. <laughs> um, you know, um, so like I I always envisioned it as okay, you got Silver Sable. She's a mercenary. She's a gun for hire. They need to steal something, so she needs the Black Cat to do a mission. You can call it black and silver, and then when and, uh, Venom finally comes along, they, they, they can be the third part and round out the team to three. Ah, and they're all black and they all black and white or black and silver. They are all kind of uh, color coded. That's uh, that is true. Yeah. See, and like I don't know if they're going to are, are they planning to do three separate movies? I do. You, I don't know. I don't know about this. Unless you introduce them in a Spider Man like movie. To me. Kind of a disaster. A little bit. I think they're looking for an R-rated property to fucking champ shove down. That's Venom. Yeah, yeah. The Black Cat and Silver. I mean, nobody gives a fuck. It's gonna be unless unless it's connected. Yeah, there's an R-rated property that they're trying to get together called the Pro. Have you heard of that? No. What's the Pro? It's about about a hooker. it's about a hooker with superpowers. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And, uh, this dude who's trying to start like a super team like the Avengers, like, um, like comes to her and says, hey, you want to be part of our team? And she's like got this shady past. She's a hooker. 
But um, it's just her story about trying to assimilate into this. Oh, I did see it's from Image and they just picked up a movie deal. Yeah, that's definitely an R rating if you if you can handle that. First published in 2002. <laughs> so, yeah, they just got a movie deal. Huh. That's so they're, good. They're not going to make that be a huge thing. It's going to be like it's yeah. R rating and they're, they're going to try to make like 50 million, 60 million off of it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, these R-rated movies. I mean, it feels like that everybody's jumping on this 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 bandwagon with because of Deadpool. Yep. But I mean, Kickass and Wanted they were both R-rated movies. Blade, uh, they were. Yeah, Blade and and, and uh, Kingsman Secret Service. So we've always had yeah, but none none of those of they've all, they've been like good, but none of those have had the financial success. But that Deadpool was literally like the one where it was like, oh well, wow, we can make a lot value. of money. Yeah. He's got a big name. And just the know? state of like, yeah. uh, you know, the public's awareness for superhero movies is completely different now. Uh, making it seem even like these are the first times this has happened, but it's not. I loved Kick-Ass. I own that movie, actually. I like Kick-Ass. Some people don't Kick-Ass like it. Is a great, I mean, it's a great satire. Some people don't like Mark Millar because he is. He's over the top and it's very violent. But that's what I enjoy about the Mark Millar stuff. Well, uh, see, Kick-Ass 1 is good. Kick-Ass 2 is... Uh, I don't even remember that's the like more. That's Mar- Mark Millar, more, even more unhinged. But Kick-Ass 1 had Matthew Vaughn. That's why it was good. Yeah. They'd had him do it. I think it. that losing Vaughn it hurt that yeah. movie a lot. Matthew Vaughn doing Man of Steel 2. What do you guys think? What's, what's that, Man of Steel 2? He, they're, they're, they, they were looking at Matthew Vaughn possibly to direct like Man it. of Steel 2. I think that's good too. I like make, it. If he can make Kick Ass, he can make Man of Steel. He can do. He can do it. He he also did X Men First Class, which I yeah, really enjoyed. which is one of the better yeah, one of the better X Men series movies. And he was saying things and like, also, "Look, X Men First Class had really had had a really like shitty production too. And he made it good. He made it oh, good. It troubled. It was troubled. Oh yeah. yeah, they they had to make that film like real like they got he got dropped that film real quick and like they had to it was a <laughs> tight production. Wow, he saved that fucking movie then, if that's the case, because uh, that, like we said, is one of the better X-Men movies. And he said stuff like Superman should be colorful and not sad, and like he gets it. I think he gets the character and doesn't hate him like a certain other director does. Are you guys seeing the uh, the Justice League stuff that's been yes, coming out? Yes, let's they're get releasing to the trailer Saturday. They're releasing the trailer Saturday. They've been putting out these teasers. We have an Aquaman teaser a Batman teaser. I saw a Flash teaser, real short. There's a Flash one. There's a Flash one, I and they're seen also the Flash one yet. if you. I'm sure if you go to comicbook.com or CBR, they're all they're all they're up doing there. the character posters too. Then they're doing the character posters. So we have a comment from uh, Matthew Lawrence, MJ Law eighty three on Twitter. Uh, Joey Lawrence's brother. Whoa, uh, he asked, "Why does the Justice League keep saying unite the seven? Are they saying a lantern will join by the end? And I think, yes, they have hinted that there will be a Green Lantern in this movie. Yeah. I have this article here. Well, I have this. (laughs) There better uh, be. If if you're going to go with the marketing title, Unite the Seven, and not have a seventh superhero, that'd be real stupid. Plus, my dyslexic ass, I keep. It'll be Booster Gold. I keep reading it as Untie (laughs) the Seven. And I'm like, why do you got to untie the seven? This doesn't make sense. But that's not what it says. Uh, But. Henry Cavill in March was dropping uh, some teases. So he posted a picture on Instagram of himself like working out. And he says 
since I came off the old knee injury, I've been steadily increasing my training workload. I know it's irritating when people say this, but it genuinely does feel so good to be back in it. I'm not destroying myself every day, just working towards improvement by pushing hard enough to elicit change. Nothing funny to post here. It's deadly serious because I've got to make sure that I'm bigger than Green Lantern. Wait, what? Oh, shit. And then that's what he puts in his post. So this was in Mar- March 14th. He posted this on Instagram. So there's got to be a Green Lantern. It's got to be Idris Elba. As uh, Jon Stewart? Yeah. <laughs> but he's already he's huge. He's already Heimdall. Uh, you can do both. Uh, but look, there's seven people in the Justice League. We've only met six of them. But as far as these uh, teasers... What do you guys, I mean, that, here's the thing is by this time, this show post listener, you will be, have seen the Justice League trailer. When's the trailer coming Saturday. out? So we'll be able to comment on it in full next episode. But for right now, we have these. I'm not watching these little things. You know, you're not watching their little glimpses. Watch the full trailer. I watched the full trailer. They are just kind of cock teases. It's like literally. They're, yeah, there's not much. No. But I mean, according to like Kevin Howland from 365 Flicks, we're not allowed to have an opinion if it's negative on these things. Okay. To, well, be coming out, so. <laughs> we haven't seen that. He's probably. So with that being, with that, with that being I said. I agree with this. <laughs> he's probably wet himself after all this stuff already. Right. He's probably like jacking off to these things as they come out. Um, I, think, I mean, they're, they're just fucking teasers. There's yeah. not much to say. They look cool, but. It's literally taking the best footage from the movie of each character and putting it in 10 seconds. And Ruggs, I agree. You should Anyone can do that. Yeah, you shouldn't watch these because I guarantee all these clips, if they'll, be, they'll be in the trailer. Like They'll just get to put these clips together and there's your trailer. And it's going to spoil the fucking trailer. But I'd rather just see it in one trailer yes, and then yes. be done with it. I thought they were only going to do one or two and they kept coming out and I was like, oh, another one, another one. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore because I just want to see all, the whole trailer at once. Yeah. So it's out now as we'll, you're listening. We'll get it. Yeah. And uh we'll let you know what we uh we'll break it down next week. But they're they're ramping up the Justice League. Oh, we will. Stuff. We'll talk about it. They're ramping up the Justice League. Everything stuff. they've put out has been okay somewhat. Some of the, the some of the posters have been kind of eh. Some of the posters have been weird. Look, the the stuff looks great. It, well, you know, that it always looks good out of context, which is like the best way to watch a, a Snyder movie is just Actually, I didn't like the Batman's um, Owl. his new design. Yeah, his he, no, his his fucking he's got a huge, uh, his logo. Yeah, he's got a huge silver logo, very reminiscent to uh, Clooney's costume in Batman vs. Oh, Superman. Oh, shit. Big ass. Why, weird. if you are a creature of the dark, why do you have a fucking shiny silver giant bat logo on your chest? That's the way to hide in the shadows. I don't know. Yeah, I hate when they do that. It's too big. I don't know. And the cowl, like the night owl goggles. Looks, I mean, it looks too big. The goggles are kind of strange, too. We'll see, though. See how it looks. I wish it was out now. I don't have a lot of faith in this movie because I'm not, a, even though we're not allowed to have opinions have on movies opinion. prior to them coming out. I haven't seen it. Um, well, you, you, you know what you have? You have history. Yes. It's like, it's like I make this analogy. It's like if you go to a fucking restaurant and you've gone to that same goddamn restaurant twice before. And they've served you complete shit. You're like this time. What do you expect you're going to get the third time? Maybe this time <laughs> it'll be different. Maybe this time Zack Snyder will change his ways and, and he'll they, learn how to cook. And the chef is the exact same guy. <laughs> right. It's the same like, team. Yeah. Same chef, same kitchen. This time cook us a lovely dish of fucking whatever the fuck. I mean, that, that fucking guy got... Batman v Superman nominated for Razzies. I think it won like it more won, than a few yeah, Razzies, which like, is a joke. It won a couple of them. It's kind of like you go to the shitty restaurant 
they have different waiters and they painted the place and but their food still sucks. Right. Oh, we we changed the theme a little bit. Yeah. We're we're now we're now Colombian themed. <laughs> It's like that Seinfeld episode where with Babu Bhatt, he's like, you should you should make a Pakistani restaurant. There's no Pakistani restaurants. And he makes it and no one comes and he's pissed. He's like, you're a very bad man. You told me to make Pakistani restaurant. Where are the people? That's uh, no good. Uh, let's I want to read a, uh, a little birthday wish from uh, David Malofsky. Uh, he sent a comment on Facebook and uh, he's got stuff for each of us. So there's some good questions in here. He says. All right, guys, listen up. Your show has traveled far and wide. So far and wide, in fact, that you have earned the wrath of an old Polish gypsy. The gypsy curses each of you with a choice. Rug boy. The gypsy offers to turn you into a real boy, but with a puppet-sized slack hole, or remain a felty with no slack hole. What do you choose, Rugs? So this means that I don't need anybody in my slack hole. I could just run around... Without a slack hole. You're, basic, you're basically Ted from the movie. Ted. Yeah. And yeah. if I turn into a real boy, I have a gaping hole. You're going to have back. a gaping asshole oh, walking around with you. Which do you now, choose? Am I going to die from I don't have enough information here. Am I going to die from this? Not if you uh, keep a plug in it and keep it clean. And, you know, use some uh, rubbing alcohol every now and then to clean it. I don't know. It's a toss of a coin. I'm, like, so used to being a felty. Choose wisely. Uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just remain a felty with no slack hole. With no slack hole, you got no strings. You'd be like Pinocchio, or maybe, or um, see the other thing is, does that mean you're just limp and like no, you can't operate? Well, why would that? That would obviously be the worst of the two. Then, then I'd have <laughs> right. to be a regular boy. No, okay, yeah, he's so he's walking around. Rugs is gonna turn into Ted. Remains a felty with no cycle. I would rather because I, you know, if I became a real boy, then no one would give a fuck. That's true. You have to I stay lo- a felty. I lo- I love when we get to this like weird point in the show where we're discussing something that like is like completely made up. <laughs> rug boy, rug boy, it's not made up. Rug boy's a puppet. Yes, it and is. And he has a slack. Yeah, oh, oh my. Okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Look, you saw the videos on YouTube. The puppet exists. Okay. My curse. <laughs> David Malofsky writes, the gypsy curses you to choose between having Spider-Man be the only superhero you could see. So only reading comics and watching movies, TV shows with Spidey or the opposite. Having every superhero except Spider-Man, you will still be aware of the comics and films happening either way. Before you answer this question, this e- answer yeah. this answer is easy for like ninety point nine point nine percent of the population. But I feel like you've like struggled with this answer. Oh my god! How did you know? You fucking nailed oh, it! Shit. I was like wrestling with this back and forth. I was like, wow, wow! It seems really boring to have you know only Spider-Man. It would be great to have a bunch of heroes as variety, but I would miss the Spider-Man and, and Spidey's meant so much to me. So I flip back and forth, but ultimately I'm going with the the boring answer. I will take only Spider-Man. Oh, oh my God. I'm okay. That's the wrong answer. <laughs> That's like getting married. <laughs> I will You're get married. Spider-Man. You're going fucking anything else. I, I, I get, That's so, it's, it's the worst <laughs> answer. Look, I got to stay true to my. I, I knew, like I said, 99.9% of the population would hard. choose the other, yes. uh, other one. Well, it wouldn't be a hard decision. That's why I am what I am. <laughs> you, 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 there's no way that Spider-Man Homecoming will disappoint you. There's no way. Mm. You will love that movie. Well, there's no way. I'm sharpening my knives now. I will be smiling the whole time, that's for <laughs> sure. But if they fucking pander to fucking little kids too much, I I don't know. We'll see. 
Dude, you watch Powerless. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm waiting for it to get yeah, good. Yeah, no, you still watch happening. it. Okay, Tony, Anthony, your curse yes. is to become a Middle Eastern puppet. <laughs> to break oh, the curse, you must seduce three women without the aid of alcohol. However, you can choose oh, anyone <laughs> who has ever been a guest on the show to be your wingman. Who do you choose? That's a weird so question. So I've got two answers for this. Okay. Yeah, it is a fucking weird question. That's a weird question. So I, I'm assuming I'm a puppet, right? I'm a Middle you're Eastern a Middle puppet. Middle Eastern puppet trying to score. Yeah, you're basically me. Okay. Only for- So I guess in that case, I would have to have another puppet, which would be rugs. So that's like my one choice, like rugs, because okay. we just grow out as puppets together. I gotcha. But if I'm trying to like see this is tough because if I if I really want to seduce humans, yeah. like I've met Pilati. Yeah. And he's tall. Yeah. And he's a somewhat good looking guy. And yeah. he's got a good personality. So I would choose Bilotti as okay. well. Like That's it'd be a good tough. Answer. So you have, I mean, like, two, maybe. Well, if you have to get me, the- I think you're better off with, with Bilotti. <laughs> okay, fine. Fair enough. But like me and the, pu- me and the other puppet. Well, me and the other puppet being rug boy, like would, like that would be like a less, that'd be easier to digest because you're like, oh shit, two puppets. Like there's a family. <laughs> but like if I'm one puppet with a tall guy, like, wait, what the fuck is this puppet doing here? But then I have this tall, good looking guy next to me. So maybe he cancels that out. So I don't know. I don't know how two puppets bag some chicks without booze. I, mean, I find that that's going to be hard. Without booze? Yeah, without the a- Okay. Yeah. Mm. I can totally do it. My boy's got some sills. And then he says at the end, and also Listen, happy birthday, guys. Do- oh. Go ahead. What do you got to do? How do you do it? I'm just saying, like, uh, Elisa Giordana, ah, she liked me. That's true, man. Elisa was in love with Rug Boy. Yeah, so I could probably cloak. I could have closed it. You could have closed that. <laughs> you charmed, you charmed uh, Benji's girlfriend. <laughs> they're not together if Benji anymore. Benji could fuck her. If Benji could fuck her, so could I. Are they not? So to, they're not together anymore? No. Oh, I thought I read that been, like, writing. Yeah, been, I think I'm the reason. I think it's, they they broke up over Rock Boy. I think oh, you're right. Shit. She's like writing blogs and shit. I saw. Uh, yeah. What would the first few weeks that we were on her show? She was texting me like every day. I know, dude. She was all over Rock Boy slack hole. Yeah. She's like, come on the show. Come. She wanted you on her show like all, every day. Yeah. And they did like a week. She doesn't show. listen to this show, yeah, so I can I can need a little bit. Her show was so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. The truth comes oh, out. Shit. I. I remember, I remember watching it, and like Rugs would be making jokes, and like this was like the first time Rugs came on, and it would just go right over her fucking head. <laughs> I was dying I was laughing at some it. of the stuff yeah. he was saying. Yeah, yeah, you were funny. You're, the 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 line where you go like you're you're making you're talking about something. You're like like this asshole who has his hand up my ass. <laughs> like I was fucking dying right there, and she, and she just like moved on from it, like straight face. Like what what is he talking about, dude? Moved on. The yeah. the the, uh, the appeal of her show. It was literally the same thing as all the Real Housewives shows. It was a bunch of assholes with fake problems just arguing with each other, and that that was it. That was that was the appeals. You go watch this to watch fucking. You basically what what she would do is it, she had a whole system. She would pick one person to like be like the focus for that day, right. and everybody else that she's had on in the past would get jealous, right? And start ripping this person apart. Yep. That's that was the whole system. It's kind of brilliant, though. Like, that's a good hook because she would get a lot of people watching. But yeah. that whole and that was on some sh- of the comments on the side, too, were like people were trying to one up each other with yeah. their witty yeah. shit. 
That could be funny. Yeah. That was funnier that, than her. That was yes. funny. Yeah. Yeah. The comment. Oh, man. The commenters were brutal. They were Remember, I, I came on and they were like, who the fuck is this asshole? You know, like, what is, is this Steven Spielberg? <laughs> they thought I had like a hat on. Uh, they were just brutal. Yeah. They, they, they were, they were like, when I came on, they're like, who's this Asian with the swim cap on? And I was wearing a hat. <laughs> You're wearing a hat backwards. <laughs> I was wearing a hat backwards. Who's <laughs> Asian with a swim cap? I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, but they they gave me awards and shit. Yeah, yeah, you won a you won a, a, a Kermit and Friends award. You were like favorite felty that. So that platform, remember Spreecast? That shit shut down. Also, <laughs> yeah. So that whole, all of these these uh, live streaming uh, casting things are it's over. Still so maybe, evolving. Yeah, they're they're gonna figure out a way to monetize that stuff. Yeah. What that that one is still going. What's that one? Now? There's a. Uh, now there's Fire Talk and Be Live TV and no, no, but what's the one that everybody uses? Uh, the one, um, Facebook Live? No, it's a streaming. Other the other streaming thing. Uh, you stream? No, no, that's not it either. I see. Twitch? I don't even know. Oh, tw- no, no it's not Twitch. Twitch. I don't even it's know where the the one that you do from your phone all the time. Oh, is like uh, is it the Smile Time? No, <laughs> that's all these. I mean, it's it's the first one that ever came out that everybody was doing, and I don't remember the name of it anymore. I don't know what you're talking. about. Snapchat chat. roulette? No. <laughs> remember, not chat roulette. Remember roulette? Chat roulette, roulette was great. That was crazy. Rugs, what it's is just this? Dudes a- beating off. <laughs> what is this you about? Just, like, you just get a dude beating off hoping that he's going to match with some chick. Dude, our morning WGN news, uh, the news show here, which is really fun and wacky, they would do chat roulette live on the air. And I'm like, how could you? And they would just do random people. I was like, what if a fucking guy's dick pops up? How are you doing this? When people at the other end would never believe they were on TV. It was a lot of fun. But uh, that was a risky move. You don't do that live. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rugs, what is this about Felicity Smoke getting a costume? I don't know. I just read it, and I thought you'd like to see it. It looks like a weird-ass costume. but This link has uh, concept art. Uh, executive producer Mark Guggenheim uh, shared concept art for Felicity wearing a mask and a purple cape. The post did not say which character Emily Batricards will be playing, but it did confirm she will be appearing in the upcoming Legends of Tomorrow episode, Doom World. Uh, so this the girl who designed this worked on the designs for Hawkgirl, White Canary, The Atom, Firestorm, Vixen, and more. It's not... The mask isn't horrible. Uh, it's not bad, I guess. She just I looks like another a, uh... Arrow person. Yeah, she looks like another CW DC-verse person. Hmm. So in Legends, they've been uh, trying to put together the Spear of Destiny, the Legion of Doom. It's been kind of fun. Mm. Yeah, not really. <laughs> it's still Doctor. It's still Doctor. Who cares? Yeah, eh, not really. Okay, I'm gonna read another piece of uh, email from Jimmy the Geek, our buddy Jimmy Grabbin. He writes, "Hey fellas, congratulations on hitting the two year mark." Your show has become appointment listening for me every week, so I appreciate what you guys do. I actually just made a transition into a new career, so I'm actually not in the newsroom anymore. The transition is a good thing, though. I have better hours and will get home to be with my son, who is due in April. Oh, congrats. Luckily, I get to listen to you guys now on my morning commute, so I'm breaking up the show over three days, so even better. Awesome reviews on both Logan and Kong Skull Island. I saw Logan and loved it. Right now, I have it right behind the Dark Knight on my all-time superhero movie list. Didn't get to see Kong yet, but after hearing the review, I might just stream that at a later date. Looking forward to hearing your review of Iron Fist, though the early part of the season is dragging, so I hope it gets better. 
I had an idea for something you could do for your anniversary show. How about compiling an all-time superhero list? Maybe a top five? Each of you could come up with a list and why that hero means so much to you. The rankings can be based on comics, movies, TV, anything that makes you love the character. I think that would make for a great two-year show since it's a big subject to take on. Anyways, that's just an idea I had. But I'm sure whatever you do will be awesome. I don't know. Is it awesome so far, Jimmy? You tell us. Uh, keep doing what you guys do. It's really something. It really is something I look forward to every week. In today's society filled with so much negativity and bullshit, it's nice to have an escape with you guys to have some fun and discuss things we all love. Take care. Jimmy the Geek, sorry. Then he says, sorry, had one last thing to add. After our baby is born, we are going to name him after Rock Boy. Oh, shit. No, that's really? no, no, that's I made that's not what he said. He's oh actually gonna name God, him. They're gonna name him Imran. They're gonna name him Imran. It says, No, he doesn't say that either. He says, After our baby is born, my wife and I have planned our first outing, seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at the IMAX. She is the definition of a keeper. Wow, yeah. congrats, Jimmy. Um, uh, gonna be a daddy. That's awesome. And April is a great month for birthdays because I was born in April. It's coming up. You get Aries, they're very creative. Don't you turn what, 72? I will be 96 years. No, I'm just going to be 63. Ew, I'm actually going to be uh, 41. Oh, shit. By the way, Ew. it's Periscope, you fuck. Oh, Periscope. That's still a thing? No, but that, yeah, it's still around, isn't Periscope. it? It's still a thing. Periscope is good for like live news events when people are there. I, yeah, I don't know. There's too many fucking things. I don't know about top five all-time superhero list. I could do five right now. I could. I, I could. I already do yours, Imran. Yeah. Spider-Man, 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 and uh, Spider-Man. Okay, you got one of those right. <laughs> Rugs, what does he want to know? Our favorite all-time rugs. Can you come up with uh, five or four? We can I, go around. I, I want to come up with five. Just come up with a couple. Okay. Who uh who wants to start? Well, look. I mean, look. This is a stupid thing. Yeah. All right. Because five, you're just gonna get Spider-Man, Batman. You know, Wonder Woman, Hulk, Daredevil, Wolverine. You have three. You have three of my top five. You just said. Yeah, well, everybody's gonna say the same three guys. You know, but I got two. Uh, I got two different ones. I can throw in. Okay, go ahead. Go for it. So, Kamala Khan, actually, Miss Marvel. Uh, okay. that, oh, you love. Her. I, lo- I I this when I saw this and how the care that was put to writing like a Pakistani home life that this is a Pakistani. A girl from an immigrant family going to high school, and it was like it was like a pecky Spider Man. I was like, "This is great!" I really, uh, the writer, you know, G G Willow Wilson or G Wilson, she's a converted Muslim. She she obviously hung out with a Pakistani family. Like she uses Urdu words. She gets all the sayings right. I really love, and it's a great book. Uh, so I would add that to, uh, and the other one that uh, that will join Spider Man, Batman, Wolverine for me, obviously, is the Tick. Whoa. I thought I when the tick came out it was the late 80s and I was like I would uh, I would draw comics at home in the summer and the absurdity of this character well, I really loved like I'd never read a comic book character that was like a satire of superheroes but it was so great like I loved the humor I loved the absurdity like in the beginning in the comic books he would fight ninjas like hundreds of ninjas right and they would all look the same except everyone knew everyone else by first name even the ninjas tick would be like Hey, Charlie, Dan, Mike, what's going on to the ninjas? And they like knew each other by first name. It was hilarious. Uh, but I lo- I would add, so that would be my top five. And of course, I don't have to explain why Wolverine, Batman, Spider-Man means a lot to me. Anthony, what do you got? Batman is number one for me. Always, forever. Spider-Man up there, of course. I like Spider-Man as a kid. Hulk. I always was a fan of the big strong guys as a kid. Ah, 
Um, now recently, I because of the movies, I really enjoy Captain America's character. Oh. And I'll go with a oh, like a a wild card. It's not really a character, but whenever Marvel gets the Illuminati together, I just eat that shit up. Whoa, yes, that's that's a great one. I I'd like to like just highlight a couple of characters that are off the the beaten path. Okay. Uh, talk about them a little bit. I mean, if you don't remember, if you grew up in the 90s, uh, talking about Spawn. Ah, Spawn is a good one. Is he still All relevant? Right. Is he still Jay relevant? White, Michael J. White. Michael J. Yeah. White, Todd McFarlane. He was, he, he's a cool character. They, you know, they pretty much exhausted him. Like, you know, the great the, the greatness is gone. But I think that at, at the time, it was such a mysterious uh, kind of dark character. It was that huge. I really loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. And, uh, it was huge, and um, then that made me think of like the other thing that came out of Image that I really loved and that also died out, which was Witchblade. Oh which I thought yeah, was a really cool female character. She was a cop. She had the suit of armor that would like that that was like uh, mystical that would form around her body and rip her clothes off, and uh, she would she be badass. And I think that they're going to make a Witchblade movie. They've made a there was a, t- there was a TV really cool. show. There was an anime too, and it was pretty sick. I mean, it wasn't uh, canon. And then also, I want to bring up um, my two favorite Valiant heroes, which is Shadow Man. Ah, which is fucking cool. There's a, they made a cool video game. Was of he that. the jazz uh, the jazz saxophonist yeah, in New Orleans? Like, yeah, yes, he was the guy. He was a jazz. That was a good uh, book. Saxophonist, yeah. and he gets. He gets um like he gets up to Mickey by this uh demon uh, woman that that's ha- and he gets possessed by this demon and basically this like crazy sh- shaman t- tells him that he's got this demon that's possessing him at night and it, the, at when a night would fall he would get possessed and he would go out and fucking like get into trouble with zombies and all kinds of crazy shit and it was always awesome. Now they've revamped him, and now it's like a, basically they say it's like a, the lineage of this guy's family. They all these carriers of these demons, and uh, it's really so cool. Shadow Man is out in the New Valiant also. Yeah, they just brought him out like recently, and uh, then there's also Bloodshot. Oh, Bloodshot's great. Blood Bloodshot and Rye, which is Bloodshot is like the first guy to get. He's basically this guy. It's like Universal Soldier, where they they, they pump all these nanites into his blood, and even though he's kind of like he's dead. These nan or he's not dead, but if he's he's practically without these nanites, he'd be dead. So these nanites basically heal him and make him be able to. He could change his appearance. He could do anything. And um, when the the when Bloodshot actually dies it, at the end of the comic, his blood is taken out and stored somewhere. And then in the future, they put it in this this guy named Rai. Oh, that is the connection because they both have the yeah. red dot on their yeah, forehead. Yeah, so he's the future version. Ah. He's the future in like the future Japan version of Bloodshot. And they're similar like white and red color scheme on both of the characters. Yeah, they have like the rising sun on their chest. Yeah, the, yeah. the nanites make that that Japanese symbol. Valiant has um, some good shit, man. I'm I'm waiting for the day where they uh they get some uh, mainstream uh you know they're exposure. Going, Sony Sony has the rights to the movie, right so I and uh it's starting to pick up traction, and I think that besides the movies, I just think that if you haven't read Valiant stuff, you're you're missing out on some some of the best written stuff that, or or the best thought out stuff. Maybe not the best written stuff, but the best plotted. The best the ideas are great. Um, another thing is that I want to mention John Carter of Mars. Ah, 
the warlord of Mars. Without without that, then we would have no Superman. We would have nothing. He preceded all these guys by at least 20, 30 years. Yeah, inspired uh, inspired all this. And the whole Superman story of a guy from another planet coming to another planet and having powers, that was the reverse. John Carter came from Earth and went on that planet, and he had powers there. So it, that whole idea was, was you know, Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, all of these things that we know of now were all He-Man, Masters of the Universe, any of that stuff was all based off of that type of shit. This was because uh, this came out 1917, listener. So yes. this easily, this is what she, Schuster and Siegel read. This is Everything. what, yeah, this is what George Lucas probably read when he was a kid. This is what Stan Lee probably read when he was a kid. This was the book that inspired all this. That's a good. That's a good call. Going back a little get that, bit to get that uh, movie. Never that movie just freaking failed. Well, that movie was mishandled and mistitled, and they needed a mistitled. That a that's star. the biggest thing is it was yeah. no one knew what the fuck that movie was about. No, that, the title does not tell you a hint and, of what it's about, and they don't. They don't really clearly in the movie explain what's going on either. So it's like. I mean, it's is it a good movie? I think it's you know on a scale of one to ten, it's probably like. A seven. It's a fun but, adventure, yeah, and the action yeah. is pretty good. But they didn't do a good job of like, yeah, building world building. Uh, you know who or, they who did release that? Was that Disney? Wasn't it? Yeah, was Disney. Wow, they actually that was a. They don't bomb. get everything right. No, oh, they don't. Uh, maybe they'll uh, make a, a animated version of the live action animation and just keep regurgitating <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, going back to Witchblade for a second, that was uh, notable also because Michael Turner, the artist, he he like didn't he die of cancer? Yeah, and uh, he was an amazing artist. And I remember in the early two thousands, uh, these girl independent girl characters like Witchblade. Remember Chi by Bill Tucci? Yeah, the, these these uh, these characters were huge at conventions. Like the shit was everywhere, and there was just these scantily clad women with big boobs. But they were badass. But they were badass characters. Yeah, you had Zealot. You had all of those crazy. Uh, Girl, I mean, when you're sitting there looking at Marvel, trying to scratch your head, trying to find a cool female character, Image had shitloads. Yeah, they were so big. I just remember the big banners everywhere at conventions. And then Spawn, the longest running like independent book. It's over like 280 issues still running. Uh, it's this is like unheard of in independent comics for a title to have this. Much. Savage Dragon still going. Savage too? Dragon is also still going, Mister Eric Larson. Yeah, but fuck him. And then, of course, yeah, I mean, we don't have to, you know, our top ones. We, You were right to say that we were all going to say Spider-Man, Batman, Wolverine. <laughs> Spider-Man, Batman is, is, is easy. Yeah. Those two are easy. Superman's not on anyone's top five. I don't no, because no, uh, it's always DC fans love Batman and, and eight Marvel fans. It's Spider-Man. And those are the two. Superman is like up there. He's the name that's up there. But no one actually likes Superman. <laughs> See, I I threw Daredevil in there because he's the most well written character of all time. Yeah, he's he's, he's got the best. Fuck, yeah, he has got the best writers. His writers always kill it. They had Brubaker, Miller, had Frank, Frank Miller, Miller, Mark Wade. Yeah, great run. He had some of the best writers that are in the business doing this. That's a good point. Shit. That's a good point. Yeah. And to think he was walking around in a yellow and blue costume or yellow and red costume. Oh yeah, go back and like an acrobat. Listen to our uh, Wally Wood, J.D. Spurlock episode. Remember that? Oh, please Way don't listen to that. long time ago. But you get a lot of insight onto Wally Wood. Ch- if you yeah. love Daredevil, you, you love- want to listen. Yeah, because Wally Wood just, you know, he came onto this book that was dying by issue five. And uh, 
he had a shitty yellow, bright yellow costume. And Wally Wood is like, if this guy's the man without fear, why is he wearing the color of fear? Just this motherfucker just changes the costume without even asking Stan Lee. He's like, I'm just changing this to red. I'm making all these things. He built the model sheets that they used for years and saved the book. And uh, and still doesn't get any credit on the Daredevil show. Anyways, that's what that J.D. Sperlock show is. You want to know something I wanted to talk about when you, you brought up Kamala Khan? Yes. It's like, it's not that I I would read it. I just have an aversion to stretchy people. She doesn't stretch all the time. Sometimes she's really big. Sometimes her hand gets really big. Uh, yeah, I version like that power. <laughs> I don't like Mr. Fantastic. I don't like Plastic Man. I don't like Elongated I, I, uh, I can see where they're, you're coming you know, from. They're, they're, they're all yeah. lame as fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's a lame power, really, if you think about it. Uh, it's just the Im- imagination of the artist that can save uh, fucking Ms. Doctor. Yeah, that's why Mr. Fantastic. Part, I don't like Green Lantern either, because they're always doing these weird extensions with the fists. And it's just, you know, too I think you would like Kamala Khan because she it does get it does have a little bit of that cartoony where she has like one giant hand and she smacks things away, kind of like the Green Lantern yeah. thing. But uh, it's really well written and well done. And she's a great, great character. It's tempting. It's tempting. I've heard that the Vision book is the is the, the best. The Vision book, book, I forgot. I read this. The whole series is done. I think it was maybe twelve issues. Wow, dude, this is like uh, if the Vision was in the break, Breaking Bad on AMC, like the most unsuperhero book. It was really good about them. T- he builds himself a family, and they try to assimilate into suburban life, and all this crazy shit happens. It's it is really good. I'm going to get it when it comes out. It should be. Get the trade. If you read it all at once, you'll be like, holy shit. It's like you could make an awesome like crime noir movie out of this vision. And he barely uses his powers in it. Sounds cool. You've been reading anything else, Ruggs? Have you caught up on the Spider-Mans? Uh, I haven't read shit, man. I've been so busy, you know, with life. Yeah, I got a, I still have a stack of books here. I got, you know, I got I got to I got to crawl out of the hole. <laughs> once I do that, uh, I'll start reading again. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, guys, what do you think? You got anything else we want to uh, discuss? Two years of podcasting. We've been talking shit every know. week. Well, listen, like two years out of podcasting, we've had a lot of laughs. But what do we want to do in the future? That's the most important thing. Where do you think we should go now? Two years in, you know, you guys started this thing, both of you kind of like driving to comic book stores. Yeah, which we, guys- we don't even do that anymore. Yeah, now you guys don't do that anymore. <laughs> well, no. I do want to also throw it out to the listener. What do you guys want to see? What do you like? What should we do more of? You can let us know. Send us an email, show at jockernerd.com. Anthony, do you have any thoughts uh, moving forward? It's funny, our the evolution of the show. Like, my yeah. interactions with Imran outside of the show, all we talk about is CrossFit. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Which is unreal to me that, like, when you look at Imran's fat ass. It's kind of bizarre. <laughs> it's really bizarre that he's the guy I talk to about CrossFit because he's the only guy in the office that can relate to me on doing it. So it's weird yeah, as fuck. I, yeah. Look, if you, listener, if you thought about CrossFit and you're like, I can never do that, fuck off because I did it. Listen, if I could do it, anybody can fucking do it. about CrossFit or cross-dressing. He does both. He does both. <laughs> I didn't want to mention it when you asked me if he comes in wearing some weird shit, but he's come in a few times asking me to call him, refer to him as Miss Phyllis Livenstein. So, like, I don't know. Miss <laughs> Phyllis Livenstein. Look, <laughs> I wore a dress once, and that was for a girl. And it was, <laughs> there may be photos of that somewhere. I don't know. As far as where I, I see, want to see the show go, I think it just continues on the path of where it's at and just continue having fun. And 
And I, I don't think we need to uh, plan for things because we kind of just evolve it as it goes. I didn't see I, a lab I, coming. I didn't see us yeah, stopping yeah. weekly reviews. I didn't see right, right. us having guests, but we've had all of these things. It is a work in progress in a year from now. It could be completely different, but I agree. I love reviewing all the geek shit. We're going to do yeah, that. A year I from now, it could be people. like a foot fetish show. Like, who knows? <laughs> Just like Imran's asshole, this show is wide open. Wide <laughs> the fuck? Wait a minute. We can Slack pretty hole. much do any, like anything we could think of like that's in our periphery, we can grab onto. Like, when we did the Destiny thing, yeah. we just happened to know a guy that was into video game that was doing the video game, and we got we got that interview. And uh, you know, anytime that we kind of bump into something in life, we can kind of include it in the show. Yeah. And uh, we don't really need to plan for it; we'll just adapt. We will adapt. And listener, look, you stay tuned, stay subscribed. We are going to have some exciting interviews coming up. We're gonna we're gonna continue to evolve, be experimental. Like this show is kind of an experiment. Uh, and I think it went good. I'm having a blast. We're we're just going to continue to have fun, and you're going to have fun because we're having fun. And there's never not enough stuff to talk about. I'll tell you that much. Uh, at least until 2020. To talk about. Yeah. There's always going to be well, shit. That's the thing that, that's a thing that uh, a lot of people don't really get is that we can sit there and talk with this with the thing not turned on, not recording, talk for three hours. Absolutely. It doesn't. We don't even need an agenda. We no. can just bullshit, you know? Um, or we could just argue. It's great. We could do anything. Anything could happen. Anything. We can yell at Emron for an hour. <laughs> you can, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still, look, I'm still as geeked about this as the first episode way two years ago. And every week I'm excited to sit down and I love connecting with you guys. I love meeting you guys. Don't be a stranger listener. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, stay involved. And what not? I don't know. Help I'm Imran create the show notes because yes, your somebody please comments and the, help. Yes, the group, especially the Facebook group, really helps. Uh, I pull a lot of stuff from there. And look, next week we will return to our regularly scheduled programming. Maybe whatever Anthony will have seen whatever it's Iron that Fist. is. Maybe it's Iron Fist. We'll definitely talk about the Justice League trailer and a bunch of news that uh, I have saved in uh, here that we didn't talk about because uh, I just wanted to go freeform a little bit. And uh, just shoot the shit, which is yeah. always good. It's good shit. It's, I like being hopefully. You, hopefully, it's entertaining for the listener. Hopefully, some. Hopefully, the listener is not like. How dare you do this to us? <laughs> uh, and I hope they're actually like. Ah uh, yes, I see that you know your judo well. That's the reaction I want from this show. Uh, look, rugs. Why don't you tell the listener where they can find you? In the worldwide webs. If you want to be like David Mobley and just constantly tweet me every day for no apparent reason and work me into all your tweets, and I won't—I don't even retweet them. <laughs> I wouldn't even I like them. I said fuck them. <laughs> but uh, you can find me at Really Rugboy on Twitter. Right on. And uh, look, listener, we hope you enjoyed this little break. We hope you don't mind you indulged us in a little bit of uh, casturbation. Uh, but look, every, we we haven't missed a week in two. Two years, we just needed a little time to just take a break, check in with each other, have no fucking structure, and I had fun. Hope you had fun. Tell a friend. That's the most important thing you could do. On top of subscribing, leaving a rating and reviewing, spread the jock and nerd geekery. Tell all your friends. Get them to join. Stay involved. And uh, we'll catch you next time, man. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran.
My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. Until next time. Be free. Oh, come in. I'm swinging in the breeze, Jerry. I'm free balling it. <laughs>